0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Earn Five Star Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, site manager, emperor, supreme warlord, and defender of the faith over at onefootdown.com. And joining me once again are my very, very best internet friends, maybe with the only internet friends I got left the commissioner, Jude Seymour, and the chief inspector, Brennan Meckelinden. Fellas, did you know that Australia is wider than the moon? That's a heck of a pull. No, you can wrap uh, Australia we,
1: around the fucking moon. Are we, the, out? The, are we flattening out the moon to make the area? I'm not, I'm a, I don't understand.
0: I mean, if you wrap, I, mean, I mean, just I think the distance. If you walked around or drove around the moon, it is shorter than driving straight across Australia. Huh.
1: So if I were to walk the moon, would you shut up and dance with me?
2: maybe that's how we'll put well only if you put one foot in front of the other (laughs) hey did did you know that sloths can hold their
0: breath longer than dolphins
2: these are all fun facts i didn't know that because sloths are phenomenal swimmers um but that's my daughter's got her whole bedroom covered in sloths the that is the least interesting fact and this one is tangent to college football and i found out this weekend and it it rocked my worldview.
0: Hold on. I got one more for you before you get to your your fact. Yeah. And this one is podcast adjacent. McDonald's serves spaghetti in the Philippines. Do you think it's better or worse than Olive Garden spaghetti? Uh,
2: Worse. McDonald's in the Philippines. I bet it's it's dope.
0: I bet bet,
2: bet they use salt. I bet it's inhuman inhuman gruel. Made from bugs or something. <laughs> now, here's here's my fact that destroyed my worldview. Do you know that um, the head football coach of the University of Michigan, Jimothy uh, Harbaugh, finished his career with more rushing yards than Bo Jackson? I read that the other I day. And I, was, my I head saw broke. that the other day. And, yeah. I, I, nuts. I don't know how to come to terms with that. Well, it's it's career longevity
1: but is like, it possible that bo jackson is just the direct tv version of uh, jim Harbaugh?
0: <laughs> don't, I mean don't don't, don't so <laughs> like don't I, i've spent a good portion of my son's youth making sure they know who bo jackson is because he's the greatest athlete I've of all time period and i want them to know about him because that's i'm afraid I had I had this irrational fear, and I have no idea why I even fear it. I was, he was never on any team that I was a fan of, or anything. But I just think he was the greatest athlete of all fucking time, that had everything cut short. And damn it, people need to know. Like I don't care who you're talking about. No, this is the greatest athlete that's ever lived.
2: He's not the run of the tree. Harbaugh was though. <laughs> So that's that bothers me, you know, and it bothers it's the same thing as like, um, uh, what's his face? Um, shit. Uh, the, the running three no counts. <laughs> oh no, oh. no. It's it's a it's the same thing as, um, you know, Barry Sanders not being the leader in rushing yards in the NFL. Oh, where it's is
3: like, it as bad as the fact that uh, Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young? Not a single one. Not a single one. Never, well, never, ever a, nope. once won a
0: Cy Young award. Ugh, think about was, that. Think about. Think about. this. Speaking of career longevity and the amount of records that man has, the amount of no hitters, not one the strikeout records, not one single Cy Young. Somehow every year there was supposedly a pitcher better than him yet. And what's funny is uh, like, there's major league players that he played with, like in that era Like when you
2: tell them that they they're like, what, what do you mean? I mean you he did
0: the exact same thing you did.
2: He might not have a Cy Young, but when Robin Ventura rushed the mound, uh, <laughs> Nolan Ryan, Ryan said, "Now nah, you know." He don't. won all of our hearts. Now nah, he said, "Now nah, you know." Yeah, you know what's How great? About this
1: one, Josh? Nolan oh, Ryan wow. had a, 198 career non-win quality starts. You know what quality start is, right?
2: He also hit That's 158 se- batters. Is in
0: it a seven? Second. Is it seven innings?
1: I believe so. Yes.
0: Seven, seven so, innings.
1: It, he was O and 107 with a 2.27 ERA, 1.16 WHIP, and 9.77 K per nine innings in those starts. He's a freak, dude. Like only gave up two runs and lost 107 games.
0: Watch your, listen, why? Forget about college football right now because things are tragic and going to hell. Go watch the documentary on Nolan Ryan on Netflix. You'll love it. It's great. It's fantastic. In fact, it was that documentary that had me change my son's entire pitching uh, motion. My, my kid does the fuck does the high leg. In fact, his pitching coach, uh, was a, was a major league pitcher Pitched for the pitch for the tigers, pitched for the Astros. And, uh, and he holds like a, he's funny. He, he, he was, he talked about being like the worst pitcher in the American league his last two years in the league. Uh, but he holds like a record, uh, for most home runs hit. Like he holds a home run record as a hitter when he was pitching in the national league for the Padres. Like he has some crazy, like awesome trivia pursuit record or a uh, thing with home runs. And he only gave up 99 home runs, uh, in his career. So, so he's, he was really, he was really proud that he, he never, didn't give didn't up that hundredth. Yeah. He didn't That's, give up a hundred. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's super yeah. proud. <laughs> he was awesome, man. Quality start
1: is at least six innings and around allows three earned runs or fewer. So,
2: Oh, I would have thought it was seven and
1: yeah, seven, I three. Thought it was seven, two, but
2: I think quality start is a, a newfangled thing and pitchers don't go seven very often now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, look, how many complete games did Noel Ryan pitch? And they compare, I mean, I bet he, he pitched
0: more complete games in one season than most pitchers do in like four years.
1: So he threw 222 complete games and he pitched Jesus in eight hundred seven of them.
2: So, so one out of every four, he was going the distance more than one yeah. out of four.
1: Yeah, yeah. One, more than
0: one ever four. And you got to think the first like four or five years of his career, he was wild as right wow, shit. Names. He's he's throwing a hundred and eight miles an hour at, at heads and elbows and knees. Yeah.
2: love it. Nolan Ryan forever, forever and ever, forever,
0: forever. Rob and Robin Ventura. Speaking of that documentary, Robin Ventura declined to be interviewed for the documentary, Coward. which Coward. Just makes it which makes him a coward after all these years you can't even you can't even own up to getting your ass beat by the big man there's no there's no shame in getting your ass beat by nolan ryan are you
2: kidding me no 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 so if but you know Here was the
0: greg maddox stat that
1: i wanted to tell you i thought that that's where you're going with this greg maddox faced twenty thousand four hundred twenty-one batters during his career only 644 saw three zero count, and 153 of those were intentional walks.
0: Gee, oh my God!
1: So the caveat is that they're missing data on 1,166 batters. So that number 644 could be higher. But think about it. Even even the delta there is the highest is what 1,700 out of 20,000 batters. That's ridiculous.
2: No. Yeah. I mean, the Mariners How How Sion- and to... have. Uh, what, he's got like what four, four, yeah. Is it four? Yeah, he's got four, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Mad Dog in that entire Braves lineup, the fact that they didn't win <laughs> a World Series is like the it's, it's akin to the Detroit Tigers not winning a World Series when you look at the pitchers the Detroit Tigers had during that their 2014 heyday, that 2014. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Was Everyone just won a Cy Young except for <laughs> Anibal Sanchez, who led the league in strikeouts that season. Every <laughs> single one of them. Porcello, Verlander, Price, and Scherzer. They all won Cy Youngs, and you didn't get a job done. Jesus. There was never – like I from
0: 2006, when Detroit came – when the Tigers came back, put themselves back on the map in 06, up till what? 2015 is when they released – when they hit the decline,
2: Right. Yeah, so 15, when the Awesomeness came in and lost to the yeah, uh, the Oakland or not Oakland. Uh, it was some Baltimore. of the best best baseball
0: time of my life, and also the worst because I had spent years being apathetic towards the franchise. Oh yeah, just like just enjoying baseball for being baseball. You know, it's fine. You know, Tigers are playing. I listened to it on the radio all the fucking time when they were losing all the time. Once they started winning, it got high tense. Like high stress, like every game felt like a college football game to me.
2: Like it was was detrimental to my health. I'm pretty sure my wife and I did not miss watching a Detroit Tigers baseball game for a solid seven year stretch. We watched all 162, 163 one year. Brandon was uh, hit by that pitch. But uh, yeah, we watched we watched every single game throughout that run every single one and like can't be beat and the 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 lo- the highs and the lows of that 2012 year for me oh my god of having a detroit tigers baseball team uh go to the world series uh, <laughs> notre dame go to the uh uh college football championship game and then how the how the two ended or yeah, is, uh, it's
3: it's it's like
0: it's synonymous. Like I remember, I you know I've told I've been meaning I have a story to write. Uh, I didn't get to it in the offseason, but I will, and it has to do with uh, with the '06 season. You know, I got married in I got married in '06. Uh, Notre Dame was all over Sports Illustrated. They were you know that was the '06 the season was Weiss's second year. Everyone thought they were going to make a run for a national championship. Rank number two, and you know Detroit you know you finally figure out like in july like oh my god oh my god like we might can we win the pennant you know that yeah. 06 year was just fucking ridiculous and then just the, how it all unfolded like Notre Dame was the some of the middest of the mids teams in 06 and, and then like Detroit the tree flopping like that in the in the series it's just like it it was heartbreaking it was like Hits the gut in two
2: spots in the fall. That's, that's tough. And uh, I mean, just to, you know, and does doesn't care, Um, but just to <laughs> to go on with that 2006 year, like the stones made it to the Eastern conference finals, right. Against the heat. And that was the, the year the heat broke through. Um, and yeah. you know, the, the, obviously the tigers, um, You know, for us, uh, you know, it was it was it was Notre Dame. But then like the um, the Wings, you know, went to, you know, they wait top team in the the Western Conference and then gets iced (laughs) by the Oilers in the first round. (laughs) Round. So your summer starts Uh, off with watching the Wings get exited as the one seed. And then you watch the Pistons <sighs> get knocked out in the Eastern conference finals. And then the tigers are making a run and just shit the bat against this. The worst, the worst team to ever win the world series with that. Cup. I mean, Fox Fox sports Detroit was on, was
0: on steroids back then. April in
2: the and the day, by the way, man,
0: April, bring, and back, bring back Mario and Rod. Who cares if they're, if they're fucking dropping elbows on each other.
2: Oh, 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 I mean, at least bring back, you can't bring back Rod Cause he choked out Mario. Like he actually choked him out. Yeah, but um, you could bring him back. You bring back Mario, but they won't. But you bring, um,
0: they can bring back Rod too. I mean, that's what I'm saying. All's forgiven. Anything's better than what we've been. <laughs> what a <laughs> what brutal get. fucking year 2006 was. Well, speaking of brutal years, gentlemen, this fucking feels like a brutal year for Notre Dame. Like, <sighs> yeah, the expectations like that we have had on we like we all put on this program, regardless of kind of the degree of those expectations, even Jude, who I feel like was more tempered than, than Brennan and I, it still feels like they're fairly words in your mouth. And I think that after six or excuse me, after seven games, Oh Lordy, this is, I mean, so I made the dumb comparison and no, it wasn't a dumb comparison. It was a good comparison. I said, uh, Something about, you know, this feels like the last time we lost to an ACC team when I compared losing to Louisville to the Miami game, basically yep. shit your bed on the road at night kind of a thing. And I got blasted in the, in the Twitter replies for it. Like call me like, Oh, like it wasn't a good enough comparison. All right. Well, if you need a better comparison, how about we just go back to 2019 where we lost a close game on. To Georgia, lots of close games. Michigan, and then you go on the road at night and you shit the fucking bed. You know, (laughs) none of none of these comparisons are perfect, but I think either one was was relevant. That was to that game, but to this season, I think we are literally looking at the 2019 season in our face. But that means we have to win out, and holy shit, that might be tough.
2: Yeah, and – well, that was the the one um, caveat that that set 19 apart is you didn't have the sort of marquee games that you won out again even though you beat a – what? The the greatest Navy team of all time. (laughs) Of all time. (laughs) What I think is funny about that is that it was the last time – well, no. uh, It was the only loss of Brian Kelly's career, that 19 Michigan game where he lost a game where the opposing quarterback didn't throw for 150 yards that wasn't in a, rain, in, a in a hurricane. So that's really – it really was. The Louisville yeah. game really was 2019 Michigan. I think Michigan threw for like 148 or something like that. It was below 150, and Plummer wow. went for, what, 145? So, uh, yeah, it was a – that's what makes it so difficult for me, um, the fact that they lost this game is that like – the Louisville game plan, they, they were running like option and they were like bringing in their, you know, bulldo- what, what was it? Uh, what was the belldozer? They had their belldozer package with that. Oh, shit oh don't forget the, uh,
0: the tech, the Texas quarterback uh, package, uh, the, the 18, 18 wheel
2: package. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, but that worked. This, this didn't work. Like they were doing things that wasn't working and Jack Plummer wasn't very good. And they still put a thirty-three spot up on you, or you know, whatever. Uh, it's just, uh, man, it was just, uh, it was a game where the other team didn't play remarkably well. You just played really bad, and you
0: lost. I don't to know.
3: I
2: I
0: think Louisville played inspired. Maybe, maybe saying they played well is. is Maybe that's a bridge too far. I thought they played inspired because they were whipping the shit out of Notre Dame in the trenches on both sides of the ball. That's true. Both sides of the ball. Sam Hartman was well, running I mean, for his life. Couldn't run the ball. Every third down. I mean, how many third down sacks did they get? How many sacks was there that? I mean, I, I probably pulled this. Team. Five.
2: Five sacks. I believe it was five yeah, I mean, sacks. And but the amount of quarterback, one, they
0: converted two, maybe three third
2: downs all night. And even I think it was, even I, I think on it was the
1: five sacks and eight tackles for loss or nine tackles for loss, yeah. Yeah, and even, nine, and nine, even it was when they were completing
2: loss, yeah. passes, like um, when Sam Hartman's throwing passes, he's in a dirty pocket. Oh, it's horrific. The, yeah, it was it was horrific. And I mean, they they broke the man's ear. Right. I mean, he was he was bloodied and battered by the end of the uh, before the first half. Jude.
0: I, all right, so obviously, this is, we're recording this on Tuesday night. People are going to listen to this on Wednesday. Uh, schedules just got in the way for us to get a, a quicker, better, fuller reaction than the Louisville game. We've all kind of let this settle a little bit, although in our DMs, I don't believe we've let anything settle yet. We're still breaking things down as far as, like, how bad this was. Jude, from just a, like, how bad did you shit the bed as a coach standpoint, and not just – not just the head coach, but multiple, multiple coaches on the staff. How bad, how bad do you put Saturday night? I mean, I'm not sure if I've seen any, I really don't know. I don't think Brian Kelly did a worse job in 2019, Michigan. Like uh, as far as like game coaching, like he did, he did did. this. I don't know, man. I think think that was, this was, this was bad.
1: I think that was another one of those games where it just felt like, what was the exact game plan here? Because he couldn't make heads or tails of it, right? 2019, it, it was very reminiscent of 2019 and, and, of course, 2017 Miami, which was like, what were you hoping to accomplish? Because you got nothing accomplished, right? And it wasn't like, I mean, 2019, weather, Michigan at least had weather. To, to blame on, but 2017 Miami was a perfect night. And, and this past Saturday, there wasn't any, um, you know, inclement weather to blame it on. Right. So it was like it felt like the great the slow unraveling of a sweater in which like we saw in the first the first week against Navy when um, the guy from the quarterback room was like picking on uh, Jared Parker's offense and being like, I- I've seen high school coordinators like design better things than this. We were all like, ah, he's not showing his hand against Navy. It's fine. And then, like you know, I think over the weeks, like the DMs just got a little bit more, like what are what are the wide receiver routes? Like, what are they – what are these even live routes? Like, there's just so many people running dummy routes because Sam Hartman's just literally looking at one receiver. Like, what what is this game plan? And then I think this was just like kind of the great unraveling, right? Which is like
2: culmination of all of
1: pulling on that string, and all of a sudden we have a, a shred of a sweater, not a sweater anymore, right?
2: No, I mean cuz we saw yeah, you're right because there were there were the the cracks that showed against Ohio State and we wrote it off as being like yeah, well, Ohio State's got a good defense. And then the next week against Duke, um it was the same thing, and it was like, yeah, well, you know, Duke's I got the same defense. Exact thing to
1: my dad because he called me before the Louisville game, and he was like, I don't know about this offense. And I was like, Dad, we just played two of the top 20 defenses in the league. You know what I mean? Ohio State and Duke, I was like – "That," I said I would expect them to struggle against, uh, against both teams. I said, Louisville, they're not that good, right? Whoops.
2: Yeah, this is, this is a team that got shredded by, you know, Georgia Tech. Right. Right? So, I mean, like uh, – it's not a great defense, and then yeah, you're right. It, are
3: it, that, are that's we the still op- the sweater?
0: Are we still operating under under the under the assumption or or the belief that Louisville is a, a not a good team, like maybe a top twenty, top twenty five team, there, but not there.
2: May be a top twenty team with Jack Plummer as a quarterback. This this was not a team. This is not this is not a team that's going to win the ACC. Right. This. This isn't. This isn't I don't know, team. man. That ACC looks pretty fucking wild to me right now. It, Brendan, let me uh, introduce you, you, you to State? that. Some,
1: I don't remember which beat reporter tweeted it, but I think it was at the Louisville Airport. There was like a sign up that said Louisville is now bull bound, and I could, I just couldn't help thinking.
0: It was flashing on their jumbotron right after the game. Oh, right after it? the game, okay. it was flashing. Louisville is bull bound, and I'm thinking you just had probably your biggest. And I do understand how this is the biggest win in their program history. I re- I distinctly remember them upsetting Florida State twenty some years ago, and carrying the goalposts like through town.
2: Like, yeah, I remember watching well, that. Game. You, are you Josh? Are you aware of the Wharf effect? Have I explained the Wharf effect on this podcast before? Uh, is Wharf uh, start from Star Trek? Yeah, he's from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Are you Are you familiar with the Wharf effect? Uh, I, no, I don't. Maybe I'm yeah, not. Yeah, because Notre Dame is is Worf, and and here's and here's what the Worf effect is. So Worf was is a Klingon on Star Trek: The Next Generation, and and hang on with me here. Um, It's not <laughs> hang on with me. Here. And he was like the badass on the Enterprise, right? He's yeah. I, I watched uh, I watched Next Generation, right? He's like he was the chief security officer after Tasha Yar went to do yeah, that and- cemetery or whatever. Um, I know everything. Uh, I know everything about Worf. Yeah, what Worf, is the Worf was the effect? badass. But Worf, after the first season of that show, never won a single fight in the existence of him being on the show, except for the Klingon specific episodes that he had. Because what Bullshit. Worf served? No, this is the Worf effect. Worf never won a fight. He was established in the first season as being a badass, and then from that point on. What the show did is anytime that they wanted to show that someone was strong, they would show them beating Worf and being like, oh, this guy's a badass because he beat up Worf. But it just kept happening. And that's what Notre Dame is. Notre Dame is Worf where, oh, Clemson is certainly a badass now in 2015 because they beat Notre Dame. Oh, 2017. Ah, uh, yeah, Georgia beat Notre Dame. They're a badass now because they beat Notre Dame. This is what Notre Dame has now been reduced to. They've been reduced to wharf, where they serve as a jumping-off point for these programs. And look at the kind of stuff like uh, Pat Forty was was on-site for the win, and 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 he's writing. And I don't disagree with anything that he's written, but he's writing about like you know, Brahms coaching and Louisville arriving and and all this kind of shit. And it's like, yeah, Notre Dame serves its purpose of being the one that teams beat in order to say to, to show that they've arrived because we're not winning these games anymore. And yet at the same time, it's, you're right. Same with Kyle McCord, same with Kyle McCord, right? Like Kyle McCord. At the
0: same same time, Notre Dame is always the team that is overrated or slash irrelevant and all that. Like it's, it's a, it's a double standard out there that's used. Like that's how big the brand still is.
2: But that's that also despite... Worf. is like anyone who like that's why it's called yeah. the Worf effect. And anyone who watches the show, you're like, like to the to the layman, they're like, oh yeah, well Worf always loses. But like the casual who doesn't pay attention to it's like, oh, you beat Worf, huh? Oh, oh, he beat he beat Worf in a fight, knocked Worf out. And it's like that's what Notre Dame is is serving as is now they're just they're they're springboarding these shitty teams. Like same so, thing with Miami in seventeen. Like they got warped by Miami in 17 and like Miami is suddenly was looking college football playoff bound until they shit the bed in the final week of the season. And then the the ACC title game. So
1: Brendan, if I told you that Louisville's remaining schedules at Pitt home versus Duke home versus Virginia tech home versus win, Virginia win, win, win at win. Miami A win. and hosting Kentucky. Yeah. Wins. What, what is the final record here?
2: Uh, I'm going to say 11 and one. Cause they're going to drop one. Um, and maybe then they lose to Florida state and they go 11 and two. Like and me, the New York six losing to an you're 11 te- and
1: one team ain't a bad thing.
2: No, but, like, but it's not a great 11. It's, it's like a, a North Carolina with Mitchell Trubisky, uh, 11 and one. Like it's not a great 11 and one, but, but they're still going to have to play the ACC championship game. though. And, and th- then th- this time it's, Let's
0: say Atlantic Coastal. This is top two teams in the ACC. No, yeah, so, they, they will play Florida
2: State, so and they will
0: lose. So we're, we're talking about Florida State here, then.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, if, if
0: Jack... Porter so was, and so I'm Lu- Louisville's probably Orange Bowl bound, right?
2: Um, I don't know what the bowl matchups are for the CFP. What, what, what are like the they, CFP... Like, like, I mean, if I, I, I'm pretty sure it, the, uh, the
0: Orange Bowl isn't involved in the playoff this year. So it'll be... Florida State and sugar. probably go probably go into uh the playoff if they win out. Yep. With the ACC title game, and then if Louisville goes to the ACC championship game and loses, that's that's an Orange Bowl invite, right? Uh, uh, tw- uh, eleven and two, yeah, eleven and two.
2: Louisville, they get they get the invite. I am curious if they make it even undefeated to the um, I don't uh, know. ACC title game. Like their I'm toughest curious. game might be Duke, but is Riley Leonard going to be available then? Let me ask you a question because
0: it's uh, – Or well, – I mean Leonard can run, right? That like, He's not the greatest passer in the world. We know that. But if, he, if he's he got a high ankle sprain, he can't be running all over. He's not going to be
2: running all over. No, they're going to end up yeah. with four or five losses. So, um, let me ask you a question though because uh, this is the way that this conference breaks out. And this is something I, <laughs> they discussed on uh, the Sirius this week. Um, Louisville wins out. Florida state wins out and you know who else can win out North Carolina three-way tie who goes and plays in that title game. Do they have games not against they, each other? No, they do oh, not. Oh my guys against each other. The ACC
0: is so oh they get rid of, they they, 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 do the right thing and get rid of divisions. So, so they still the end up with a bigger mess. I, I think it's,
2: I think it's probably ranking highest, right? Uh, highest Yikes.
0: There's not but, a head-to-head at highest rank, which would go, which would probably go to North Carolina.
2: I think it's going to the North, North Carolina because North Carolina is going to get Duke and Clemson, so and Miami. They get Miami, Duke, and Clemson. So I don't think
0: North, North Carolina, Carolina North, North is not going
1: to win out. Hold up, Louisville gets Louisville gets Duke, Miami, Florida, and Kentucky, which is currently ranked too. Uh,
0: for now, Kentucky's ranked.
2: Kentucky. Well, Kentucky
0: won't. Kentucky won't be involved in the uh, yeah. the ACC stuff though. Yeah. I, I, but, I mean, I. But in terms of
1: if it's highest ranked, they, they don't care about. Right, right, rank. right. APC doesn't care about the rank, the who they beat in the ACC. They just right, keep right. about wins and losses.
2: Right. So they would need Notre Dame to keep winning and go 10 and 2. But if Notre Dame catches else, um, that's not going to help the Louisville cause. So. Um,
1: was there any part of you guys when you were watching the Ohio State Maryland game where you're like, give me a fucking break? I, I they cannot lose to Maryland. This is so fucking embarrassing. All, all
0: I was half. worried about, all I was worried about was was the fact that that I took I took Ohio State and beat the spread. <laughs> That's all I cared about. Just you beat them. like a fool that point. first half. And you did. I, 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 I was so see,
1: bad see, about I the LSU said, game. I regret, the I regret, LSU game I screwed everything. me. That pick six at the end,
0: Ugh.
2: Yeah, you guys wish I was sliding. Actually, Notre Dame fucked me. No, you are sliding. We we just generally all are because you went through. You were like, ah, I'm not sliding, and then well, the next three games were. Well, it's not that much of a slide. It was a 500 a day, wasn't it? A 500 day, yeah. Yeah,
3: that's
2: all right. This is better than my yeah. uh, two and four day.
1: Dude, that that LSU Missouri game killed me. That was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
3: When I watched the pick
1: six, I literally screamed because I knew exactly where that line was. And I was like, this is not good.
0: So my wife yelled at me because I put the Ohio State Maryland game on. She's like, what are you doing? She's like, I want to watch this shit. And she's just talking about she didn't want to see Ohio State's face. I don't see their face. And I was like, you don't understand. There's a 19 and a half point spread here that I got to keep an eye on. And she gave me she shot me just a. The weirdest look, basically, like, how much fucking money did you put on this, Joshua? None of it. And which, which none. I did not put anybody on it, but it was just pride. But I don't think she believed me. <laughs> hey,
1: do you remember we all sat around saying that Arizona State Colorado line seemed really off? And mm, that seemed like yeah. some, some sort of big cheese. Uh, that's why Vegas and their alien technology, they can build those casinos so high. My God.
2: We'll get to some weird lines uh, later on in the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I didn't understand it because like well, let's 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 get back to the Louisville game here for a minute here.
0: So, I mean, I don't even know where to begin because it's been all been covered and t- talked about. But just, I mean, let's let's start with I mean, really, let's start with uh oh fuck it with Jared Parker and what seems to be. <laughs> dysfunctional play calling and just a, like a non-cohesive game plan. I'm not sure what we're doing now. Look a great, a great play caller. Keep you on your toes. But with Notre Dame, it's not, I'm not on my toes. I know exactly what they're doing. I just don't know why they're doing
2: it. You just need to simplify it, Josh. I think my biggest issue and it's the issue I mean, even NC state, like you can sort of see the cracks of it other than a couple of bursts, but my biggest issue with this Notre Dame football team and why I think that they're five and two is that the offensive line's not good. They are not. I think that that, which, that is the thing. So what is the, it, I, so what is if the reg- they were good Jared how Parker.
1: How is the regression going? happening? Is it Matt Ballis? Is it Matt Ballis leaving?
2: No, because he left. I mean, they were already bulked up before he left. I mean, why? I mean, is this the but time I where we start? Said, I mean,
1: just—it's it about conditioning throughout the season, though, right?
0: I agree. No, I'm with you on that one, Jude. I mean, I think that has a it's lot to do, especially in a stretch, yeah. especially in a stretch like this. But I mean, at some point too, like, like I don't see it. I don't know if I see enough cat calls for Joe Rudolph. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? What are you doing? You're playing musical like chairs if, in the third and fourth like quarter this, with offensive linemen. Like if if this was Jeff Quinn and Harry or Harry stand, take your pick. Like the oh, calling for head. If it have was Eastan,
2: they would they would just say punch more. If it was Quinn, they would be <laughs> knives out. They'd be like e e two Quinn. If sure. I told
1: you that according to PFF, through seven weeks, Pat Coogan would be playing at approximately the same level as Blake Fisher, like. What would you predict that our record would be?
0: Five. Undefeated.
1: Yeah, right. Undefeated. Because no, 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 no. I assume Pat Coogan came oh, up. Oh, wow! Oh, right. <laughs> I, I would.
0: I, I would assume that Pat Coogan was playing played up. Right. I, I mean, I would. I yeah. played up to a level. I was like, oh, we're undefeated because Coogan's really showing out. He won the job. They so they saw so what they saw. He, it
2: great. Here's my question. Here's my question for you, and and I think it goes back to last year as well. Um. Is Blake Fisher just not good? Because he had he had the game against um, Florida State, right? And then he came back for the bowl game, and he looked good against in in the bowl game. But like he wasn't spectacular last year. So I'm gonna. And he steal, hasn't been good this year. I'm gonna steal a
0: a, a couple of full thoughts here. If you want a great explanation about Blake Fisher. I think Tim Priester nailed it and I'm, I'm stealing everything he has. Basically, basically I guess the thought process is he lost too much weight. He slimmed down too much. We all thought he, you know, slimmed down great for, for the right tackle and that's fine, but he lost power. He lost, lost a lot of things out there at a tackle needs. Like he's probably, he probably is a fucking guard. Like somehow, like somehow like he played above his skis Uh early on to be a tackle and he's dude he's just he's not cutting it he there's not. not he looks weak out there and that is a big he might is he the biggest on the line mm. but he look he plays weak and I look I know that he was nursing I mean he has he has a hand injury yeah an injury I, that that caused I, some I, of I, the, the, the well movement. yeah and I know I know people think that that's kind of a, a kind of let me just say it like a kind of a puss thing for a big offensive lineman, but hands are fucking
2: everything when it comes to offensive lineman. Hands are everything. He's six, six, two, two, three two, uh, six, six, uh, hundred and twelve. Yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. But um, you, Rocco's you know three fourteen, Zeke's uh, three oh six. It's like it's like it's like, it's like a scat back,
0: it's like a scat back with a high
2: ankle sprain. So yeah, you, just, you can't he's cut. A little... You can't cut.
0: So I, I just think that he, I I, I think many things, I think, pre I, I think Priester nailed it with it, but it's, it's, he's, he's been just been bad. And so also to their point, like we got to be worried about what's coming up like next year. So I, I think that
1: Blake Fisher <laughs> hasn't been bad. I think Blake Fisher hasn't met our high expectations. I thought he was going to be him and all would, would be the same. And, and he is, he is more closer to what Blake Fisher was last year than what we thought Blake Fisher could be this year with Joel.
2: I think that's kind of fair. I, 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 I th- mean, I think, yeah, I think that's, I think, I think that's true, fair, right? But, I, but I well, also I think, but, think that like Blake Fisher has been a at times a, 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 a liability on the right side. and, for a guy who's in his second year starting, you can't be a liability at the right tackle position. Right. And and like you took five sacks this weekend. How many pressures was it? An additional four? Was that what you said? Was it five and, or was it five and five? It, it, uh. it was not good. And they didn't run the ball. Cause that's, that's what sank Notre Dame against Louisville um, was the offensive line. And and you can have your beef with like the turnovers and the picks and the fumbles and all that kind of stuff. But all of that's predicated on the fact that the offensive line couldn't keep Louisville out of Sam Hartman's face. Other than the first pick. I mean, the first pick was just that. And not just on pass
0: pro. I mean, run blocking was atrocious. They were getting blown the fuck up. I mean, in the interior, I mean, look, they had the rotation going, where Billy Schroth was coming in for Coogan, and then they had Schroth over on the right side at one point for uh, for Spindler. They had Kristofikin at set. I mean, just they had all sorts of shit going on, and it's like, and I'm in agreeance with everybody out there. Like, this is the stuff you do against Navy and Tennessee State and Central Michigan, unless you think that your guys are that bad, you don't do that. So the coaching staff itself doesn't have a high opinion of the interior of its offensive line. And again, and Blake Fisher was rotated out for Tosh Baker at times
2: too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I mean, it was here's a lot. your, here's I think, your I stats. Here's your like stats. Ten snaps,
2: But I mean, it was late in the game. You're rushing stats against the power five. You averaged 4.59 against North Carolina state. And that includes the giant run from Estime, right? Um, Ohio state four five one. Duke, uh, four nine seven, the big run, and Louisville. You didn't get the big run, and you were one point five seven yards per carry. So if you don't get the big run, I mean,
1: wait, hold on. That sounds that sounds too low.
2: Is no, that sack man. adjusted? Uh, no, not sack adjusted. Uh, not sacked. Well, adjusted.
1: okay. Well, then it's it's closer to three point one, right? With the, without the sacks.
2: Uh, it's three point five.
1: Three point five.
2: Yeah. yeah, which is still sure. not not acceptable against Louisville. No, not not when Louisville's
0: coming at you with five point three on the other side, sack sure. adjusted. Yeah. <clears throat> it, to me, I feel, and I also think that like, there's some, like, Estime looks. Ba- f- like I know there's been some whispers about him being banged up. He lo- feels banged up, <clears throat> and it's I, I know he's a big bruising back, but also like. Just because he's a big bruiser back doesn't mean he has to be a big bru. Like, don't expect him to run into a fucking wall of five defenders and just pop out of there. This ain't high school football. No. Like, he's going to go down, and that's what's been happening. And they go, like, he's not Superman. And no, I think he's getting I, so hit in
2: the w- backfield.
1: No, I think, I think, estimate the big, well, you know, it's funny because, again, I, Talk to my dad a lot. He he was mentioning the fact that he thought Estime was too tentative in hitting the hole. I really don't think it was that. To be honest with you, no, the, no. The, the thing that the thing that bothered me the most about Estime was the was the pass blocking. He just didn't uh, seem to understand when his assignment was to stay in and when it was to go out.
2: Is that yeah. why he gets one carry in the first quarter and none in the fourth?
3: Because he can't I don't know. throw. I I I think he's got to
2: be banged up. I mean, that's my my thought. I mean, why would he not be in there in the fourth quarter?
0: I do feel like there should be a healthier dose, higher dose of like Jeremiah Love and Jadarian Price. I I especially love. Well, but like this game, I mean, this game got into a situation where where they got, you know, had to get away from the running game a because it was getting blown the F up and B, because you're down and you need to, you know, you need to throw the ball. And it was just kind of, so estimates kind of filtering him, kind of getting filtered out in the past game. And it could be because of some of that, because of the, some, some poor blocking assignments. Um, but it's just, everything seems off guys. That's what I'm saying. Like everything, you know, who the leading receiver on this football team is. It's Michael Evans, right? Mitchell Evans, yeah. Mitchell, Mitchell yeah. Evans, Mitchell Evans, tight end is your after 7 games, 7 fucking games, is Notre Dame's leading receiver with 22 receptions for 343 yards and a touchdown.
1: You that, got a like, gar- bad thing, I don't and, understand. And, and,
2: they weren't no, even a factor in the Navy game, true. right? That's that, no. that's with the tight ends taking the day off against Navy, right? My point
0: being we are 7 games in, Jude, and our leading receiver is just is a tight end just like it like it was last year.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what's the, what's like the problem?
0: Like where – it should be a wide receiver. That's the problem. Why should it be a wide receiver? At well, do they do have wide receivers. receivers injured. What, what do
2: you think George's top receiver is? It's tight end. A little different on that end. And it was a quarterback. No, it's not what, is
0: different. It? You, is, is it different? Th- oh, it's it'd, be different. It, listen, it'd be different if Mitchell Evans' stat line read something more along the lines of 32 receptions for, I don't know, 500 – that, it's still not a whole lot of production, and that's your top dog. I'm not looking. I'm not dogging Mitchell Evans. Trust me, I fucking love the kid. Ohio forever, baby. What I'm saying is, as an offense, you went from this is going to be a year of of getting these wide receivers moving because you have Sam Hartman who can get them, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's all reverting back to the same type of thing that we've seen before that just does not work in these types of games, and that's you only got your your only option is your tight end. Yeah, like, thank it's Christ true. we have a I think thank God we have a Mitchell Evans, otherwise it
2: would be a it's lot the worse. Than it was. Yeah. Well, it's the yeah.
0: But so so here's why I disagree,
1: right? We saw a freaking walk-on freshman who's look more committed to the university because of a lacrosse
2: Bayson, than,
1: yeah. than football. Torch the, the Louisville secondary and and score a touchdown, right? And, and then so my first for question for the rest of the game. <laughs> my first question is why? Are, why? Why isn't that kid getting more looks? And my second question is, um, did they ever go back to that
2: play? No, 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 Because no. that was, after that, like, did you see? Did you see Jordan phase on again? I don't get that. See, that's what that's the part
1: that I struggle with, right? Which is, like, I don't un like, I am not a I am not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I do not understand what jared parker's game plan is i don't understand i like i can't Ugh. piece it together it's like it's like putting together like a david lynch film at the end like where i'm just like i, I don't know there was something with a cowboy and there was a there's a key and and there was a couple of lesbians but I, i'm not sure you know what i mean like it was just i'm not making sense of it
2: i mean yeah it's it's definitely some head nonsense um Here's what I'll say about the the wide receiver position it's just like great house was there, but he wasn't right they they said he's, that is
0: he's he's still nursing the hammy. he didn't practice really Thomas at all was that, the same that
2: weekend, thing though. right yeah, he's still your top two um they were out for whatever reason I don't know if it was because Tyree dropped the pass uh on that that long pass Dude, I, against duke i and, I haven't and yelled, yelled at anything hasn't this forgiven season. Him for it. But
0: I haven't yelled at anything harder this season, even the shit against Ohio state. That when Tyree dropped that ball, I fucking was, I threw a fit like a fucking felt, toddler. Felt, it felt huge. Like it, it needed to happen. Like, and it was there. Like it wasn't of like, all, right of you all know, the know, things that what, went wrong, you, guys guys got a pe- right there. you got a yeah. deep pass to a guy who got a deep pass off to a guy who was open. It hit him in the fucking hands, and that's a touchdown. And it, it would drop. Yeah. drop. Of yeah. all the things this season, that's the one that's yeah. the one play that makes me the absolute angriest. Yeah. Because it was when you needed it the fucking most, on top of it all.
2: It was it was shades of Kevin Austin dropping the pass against Cincinnati. I mean, oh. you need well, it. I think it was it, to me, it felt
0: it felt worse. I um, mean, yeah. hey, 20, 20,000 balls caught
2: off. <laughs> Joke machine. Yeah. Yeah. Joke machine. <laughs> Here's what I'll say is that like. They, they're just like, I, I, everything looks fine with this offense. If the offensive line is able to block.
0: Which is if why you keeps talking about execution. Right. That's why he won't right. say play calling. Even though we've seen ridiculous play, like the fourth down call where they
2: try to run that that uh, end around. Bring up the. Are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about fourth uh, and eleven down I, I, eleven I,
0: points? I, 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 uh, that's uh, the yeah. only thing I have written down as a note. Do not do not in. get away from Louisville without talking about fourth and eleven. Nine minutes left in the game.
2: And
1: you're on, fourth,
2: on your own thirty-five. Fourth, yeah. On your own thirty-five. Yeah, on thirty-five. Unacceptable fourth, behavior. Unacceptable. And I and, even in, even when you're playing a video game. A yeah. video game. That's the only you time you punt. I would have punted that was, in Madden. I would have punted in NCAA 2014 in that particular and, situation. And the reason that gave,
0: is, he's like, even if we didn't get it, we thought we could get, you know, we could get a three and out and force a field goal. Yeah. It's like, he goes, what, get it. what proof? And that he you felt did. He you cut. did he felt like he won that. He won that round because that's what happened with them. But no, if you punt it and they fucking three and out, they punt it back to you. No points exchanged.
2: No, and you get field position. I don't. I don't understand that. And and this is this is the sort of thing where like the honeymoon with Marcus Freeman's over because make no mistake, this was a bed shitting, much like Marshall, right? Much like Stanford, and now we can put we can put Louisville on top of the the pile of just like Stanford feels weir- weirder than a bed shitting like there's.
0: Like, but was that it's, a mid-term it's the week? same. It, like, it was which, the same. Which we have coming up. <laughs> uh, coming up. <laughs> uh,
2: but it's like, the it's, same thing. In 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 so much that like Marcus Freeman admits at the end of the game that that they just weren't prepared for certain things, and it's like didn't have the team ready for it. This is now. How much now, does he make, Jude?
1: Probably about nine million dollars a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I I I guess I am. You're right with the honeymoons over, but it's, for me, it's like even more than that. I am done with the shit. Like I am like, I don't, I, I don't sit there with someone, someone, uh, criticizes Marcus Freeman. Like I used to almost feel like an apologist in the past because, because I've given him a pass because like, look, he's a, this is the first time. This is what they went with. I'm not saying any of it was right, but like, Hey, this is where, this is what he is. You kind of expect this to happen. But I'm kind of done with that when it's like it's not the little things. It's not like the major like this guy needs 20 years of head coaching to know this thing things. It's this fucking like in-your-face loud things like fourth and 11 from your own 35 with nine minutes to go.
2: Ten players on the field back-to-back plays.
3: And that's the first time that season.
2: Jordan Patello wants to get on the field and and the coaching staff is pulling him off when there's ten guys out there against Ohio State. It's it's this where you you're you're rotating offensive linemen in the third and fourth quarter and and you go for it on fourth and eleven after there was a timeout. Like they could have not done the thing, right? Didn't Louisville take didn't Louisville take a timeout on that play and Marcus had a chance to to think about it and he still came out and did the fourth and eleven. Unbelievable. Like that. Like, that is
3: audible. who
2: is who is in his ear. Like
0: so. I I kept thinking that night too. Like, like someone even asked me, like, is there anybody else who like next week they're going to announce is going to help with play calling duties? And like, Gina, I guess Gino Gauduoli and um, and Joe Rudolph are the other ones who have any kind of play calling experience. But it's like, who is in Freeman's fucking ear when it comes to this shit? That's like this. That's field,
2: Freeman. That that fourth and right, 11th but somebody is somebody
0: has to be like up like in his ear. Like, hey, are we sure about that? Like, are we really or does he demand? I mean, I mean, look, I know coaches like that.
2: It's not really Mario like if, Crystal is like that. <laughs> don't take don't don't the <laughs> two <truth position. laughs> I mean, who
0: who is he who are the ideas bouncing off of? Like who who is was being the, the voice of reason in the room. Like even with even with Brian Kelly and the, some of the boneheaded shit he's made, there was always, there was always talk about other coaches input through that. And look, we heard the Duke thing, right? The last drive. And everyone was mesmerized from that video about how much communication I there wasn't. was about this and that. Right. Because To me, it was like it was contradictory to what actually happened to win the game (laughs) because they didn't didn't want to score (laughs) like we won in spite of ourselves. Yeah. And so. It's just. I'm done, Like he has got to do better in those situations. Those are if you are going to if you're going to stand there on the sidelines and your body language is going to be so fucking atrocious that it's talked about on every podcast and in written in stories because of the way you're reacting to how the game is going on. You need to come up with some better fucking decisions,
2: period. Yeah. Period. This game, you cannot, this this game was lost by the coaching staff, right? Can, can we all agree that this game was lost by the coaching staff? Yeah. We
1: also had this conversation preseason, right? Where I said, how many games is, is Marcus Freeman's inexperience going to cost us? Right. And it's a topic that nobody really wanted to talk about,
0: but here it is, right? Yep. You are 100% correct. You were 100% right. I gave you some credence uh, as that's legit. I just, I honest to God, did not think it was going to be this bad. This job is just too
1: big to do on-the-job training. It's just... It, but the, but, it's, it's but, but my point stupid. is like this,
0: these aren't, these aren't the tough decisions. It's not tough to decide to punt on 4th and eleven from 35. That's not a big boy decision.
1: No, but it builds Hicks, on itself. Hicksville it, it high school is fucking. No no, be, no, no, no. Jude's
2: right. It builds, builds on itself.
1: Because I think, I think that 4th and 11 isn't about the situation in the Louisville game as much as it's about, oh my God we're going to lose the second, we're going to lose the two games and I'm, and it's starting to get desperate. And that's because he had 10 men on the field in and, and, at, uh, at uh, Ohio state. I, I honestly think that that, that was a, that was a panic call based on more, more so the situation that he's going to, that he was going to find himself in after the game, as opposed to what's what happening in the game.
0: Then what gives you any, like how many more times is this going to happen this season? Because a reactionary decision like that only, at like at if, least you, if you time. are pan- but if you Josh, are panicking about a loss, I think, I think loss-
1: the Duke game proves we can we can we can win in spite of all this.
2: That's <sighs> what just that,
1: be a weird
2: ass hope. That's the defense. That's the defense because you I, give... can't. Yeah, Look, the defense is good.
0: The like I, I think that I think the defense is legitimately good. I think they're playing above their They're skill level rate. at the yeah. moment. Yeah. I think Al golden has done a very good job. We have not, I mean, I have not seen the defensive play calling this year be as poor as w- at yet as what we saw last year. Like there was some very questionable like blitzing calls and just bad fits and bad
2: tackles led yeah, to so, touchdowns against Louisville. But I, I don't a, think the defense fourth, a ton of life. that
1: Ohio state.
0: I
2: mean, dude, yeah. not, every,
0: not every play is going to be perfect. No, I'm not saying they're perfect. They've had mistakes for sure. That's fair. Yeah. But I still don't. It hasn't been as egregious or as many lined up as well. Like things were cleaned up and it was much improved from last year. It's and this not is like the safety blitz against Ohio State in last year. Right. But this ain't the fucking 85 bears. They can't win this fucking shit on their own. They've, they're like, they trying. Damn, they damn near did again with Duke. And they were in this fucking game until the offense just would not do anything for them. And I'm telling you, nothing is worse. Nothing feels worse as a defensive player than to go out there, kick ass, and then all of a sudden get your name called to go back out there and kick more ass. Because the <laughs> I mean, just
2: fucking- you don't need to tell me I've, I'm a Steelers fan. So <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, I think saw was that.
1: The other thing that was so interesting to me was that the long knives were out on Sam Hartman big time. Right. Sam Hartman came into this game. What, how many touchdowns to the zero interceptions? 14. Yeah. 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 14. Right. He, he had by all counts the worst game of his Notre Dame career. Right. A very, uh, for sure. Reminiscent Sam Hartman game to some of the struggles that he had against Wake Forest. Right. Um, and, and we can talk about the pressure that he was under and all that or whatever, but the people, when I said, when I tweeted, this is incredibly sad. What a waste of a quality quarterback. People were like quality. Did you watch the, ga- did you watch the game? I'm like, yo, did you watch the fucking season? Like Sam Hartman is like, I, I just want to like, I want to push back on these people and say, which transfer quarterback would you rather have at this moment than Sam Hartman
2: uh, Brandon Armstrong. No, 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 <laughs> Sam Hartman is <laughs> Sam.
1: Hartman's a good quarterback. He's not and Caleb. And you Williams know what? Transfer if, you give him, if you give him a pocket to play with, Phil he's Jerry a quarterback. Really great quarterback. Right?
0: Right. Like we all knew the interceptions. Give them like, a run. We talked game. about it in the last pod, right? Oh. You guys said said something about the interceptions, and I'm like, fuck it. We've had enough close calls. That counts, right? And you guys are like, oh no, it doesn't. And then even what's funny is is even Saturday night, the first pick he threw, or that first drive when Notre Dame was moving the ball, that drive, then he throws that pick. What's funny is I felt like most people were were talking about like the end of the streak. And some people were talking about the relief that, okay, this is, you know, at least that's out of the way, blah, blah, blah. blah. But not enough people were talking about the fact that it was a terrible fucking decision to throw that football. (laughs)
3: Like
0: that was so bad. Like it was terrible. And you know, it just, it went on from there. Three interceptions on the night. So he made up, he made up a lot of ground pretty quickly. And Um, two, two fumbles lost as well. Right, I. In the fumble thing, that's an offense. That's anytime a quarterback fumbles, I, I almost, I'd say ninety percent of the time, if a quarterback fumbles, that's offensive line's fault.
2: Unless it's time. he reached against Michigan, two
0: thousand
1: eleven. Oh my unless god, it's, let's let's it Golson talking about such heresy.
2: Unless it's Everett Golson. Mm. It,
3: um, I don't know, man. It's just it was
0: a look. I want to say this, and maybe the fucking Louisville people that cut up our our pod from the last time and put it out there.
2: Put it on uh, Louisville Louisville local TV, right? It's on like, yeah. their CBS or NBC cuts. But I'm glad we made, we're famous. We made the that. local news in Louisville. Number one, I
0: wasn't wrong. Nothing I said was wrong. Except yeah. for the tarps. Because I went back and looked at the pictures. It was just because your section was so empty that Adidas logo was fucking showing – it felt like it was a tarp there at any rate. Congratulations to Louisville for showing up. I was, it feels like we had something to do with that. Like my, we've heard some accounts that that Brian day wants. I today. heard, yeah, I up. heard uh I
2: wants to fight you.
0: Well, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll fight Brom. He's old. He's fat. Uh, I'm, I'm sleek. I've lost 10 pounds. I'm down to two fifty-five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, like Louisville fucking showed up to play, man. The, 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 that was why I talked about 2017 Miami was because it was I kind of, was kind of PTSD. We're like Miami that night showed up to fucking play and they killed our offensive line with Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinchey and those motherfuckers. They killed those guys that night. And this just felt like that. Like Louisville's defensive line dominated the game. Like that's the MVP of the of the game is ever is it wasn't just the one guy with all with. We got uh, uh, Deion McIntosh's brother paid
2: that night. Remember? Can you can you name the Miami quarterback that night?
0: I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to go ahead and be wrong, but I'm going to say it.
2: Brock Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Jude, can you no. name the Miami quarterback that night? God, who was that? Yeah, I know the answer. It's it's etched in my memory forever. Who, who was it?
1: I have no idea. So go ahead and tell us.
2: Uh, the Miami quarterback that night was uh, Malik Razier.
0: Oh yeah, top notch NFL quarterback prospect. Yeah, but
2: uh, I want for hundred thirty-seven.
0: I want to give, give props to Mason Riger, who See. just fucking owned everybody that night. Uh, but it went down that, the whole defensive line, that that defensive front. Um, i we never mentioned Ron English's name once
2: he's a uh, trash defensive coordinator the fact that they could but, get again but he
0: put games. but he put, but he puts good game plans against Notre Dame <laughs> and he was a trash fucking head coach at Eastern Michigan set us back I thought he was the savior of the of of the beloved Hurons and he was trash anyways uh but they I mean they put a great game plan together Louisville showed up to fucking play and to win they came to they came to make a statement they were undefeated like if they had lost one game leading up to that game, this game would not be. This was like everything for Louisville, everything,
2: and they'll admit it and say it again. The so worst are effect. you are you putting Greg on blast for saying in the DMs, uh, "Good when Louisville won that game against NC State." He's like, "Oh, because Greg in the DM is like, oh, Louisville beating NC State thirteen to ten was the best possible scenario for Notre Dame.' No, it wasn't." Uh, I don't losing if they would have I, lost that, if they would have lost the game against NC state, Louisville probably doesn't,
0: they would not, they would not have been as hype just like my, just like Miami would not have been this hype that night if they had a, a loss or two Yeah, in their pocket. Yeah. But at the same time, Notre Dame was needing because of, the, because of the loss of Ohio state They were needing as high quality of opponents as they could get moving down, right? Because we're still talking because with one loss, we're still talking about college football playoff. So as much as we can get down the down the road. So Greg wasn't wrong at the time. I mean, really, that's what you want. And but yes, it would have been better for Notre Dame to get to get a win. And the the way to get a win would have been better if Louisville would have been feeling a little down about a loss. They, I don't. They would not have gotten as high up as they did for this game if you know with a with an L in the column. But
3: look,
0: but they did the thing. Fine. You're and right. look, Bra- did did Louisville even run a trick play or anything kind of weird? Yeah, they ran
2: they ran options shit. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. right. That's right.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you would. that. I was just you know, Brom. You know, they talked about it a lot on the broadcast, and I just just from his time at Purdue. You know, know how he kind of runs. know, runs a few weird things. It's Almost like watching a, a Boise State in a way, where they'll they'll rattle it off. Uh, what Parker was trying to do in the spring game, kind of <laughs> weird shit. Uh, but I I just thought I just thought the whole Louisville's whole game plan was sound. They didn't beat themselves did and physically themselves. up front on both on both sides of the ball. They owned it because even as good as Notre Dame's defense played, they still got beat down. And you're giving up big chunky yards of. You won. Of I mean, they those, won the turnover margin. Those count too. Yeah. The, those, I mean, count,
2: those long runs count too. They question Notre name of the turnover margin. And I oh, think that that's, that's the, 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 the biggest factor was, in the whole thing. That
0: was what's frustrating too. Coming out of halftime and you're tied 10 10, and you fucking you kick off. You get a fumble right off the bat. And it, at that point, when Cam Harden it got that fumble. was seven bump.
1: piece actually at the half, but.
0: Oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Neither here nor yeah, seven apiece. Neither because here nor they
1: kicked a field goal after they after Kate Ar- yes, Mark. Yes yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes.
0: Thanks, Jude. I already admitted that I was wrong. <laughs> you have to keep driving me down. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just I knew it was t- so hyped I, about yeah, the fact that they took the away tie.
1: that second half possession,
0: right? Yes. Yeah. 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 The, the, which was huge.
2: which is huge, right? Which thinking, was okay. which made up for Sam's uh you know, giving up the, the first half possession, right?
0: Right, right. So I thought, okay, we got this ship righted. This The, the second half's going to be a little bit of a lean on, a lot like um, NC State was. Ooh, buddy. No adjustments made. Looked, I mean, looked really even worse than they did in the first half.
2: You say you did I,
1: 20 minutes of halftime.
0: Obviously, they did not eat hot dogs. <laughs>
2: More hot dogs than half. I time. Mean,
0: yeah, I mean that's come on boys. You gotta do with what works. Um, all right, let's let's so let's start to wrap up Louisville because we got a lot more to talk about on the show. Um, I, first of all, and make the just to give me a simple yes or no. Do you have anything more specific about the Louisville game that you need to get off your chest?
2: Uh we talked about the uh, the fourth and eleven, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> we hammered that one home. Um so you talked I think, about the offensive line being trash, right? I think so, my yep, uh, yep, yep, yep.
1: I think my annoyance yeah, factor with Joe Tessitore has had was directly related both dude, to the fact that the, the team was underperforming. Yes.
0: He does not allow 1 second of fucking dead air. Not one. Just shut the fuck up, Joe. Shut the fuck up. It is so ridiculously bad that you have to just keep fucking talking. Not one second in dead air. It ain't a podcast. It's a broadcast.
1: Because I was, I was, I was fully ready to blow him up. Because there was a point where their name scored a touchdown, and um, you know, I thought that he wasn't going to react the way he had been reacting to the Louisville stuff. But he got, he got a lot of energy in his voice, and I thought, okay, so it's just me being annoyed at at the fact that this game isn't going the way that I think it's go- it's supposed to be going. So.
0: No, he was bad. I mean, he's, I just don't like listening to our broadcasts, anyways. And that has nothing to do with how yeah, personally was I do not think it was all like all I do not
1: think it was like a. Uh, I don't think it was like a uh, Gus-esque Comer call. No, no. Yeah. No. I think no, it, was, it
0: wasn't anything like that. It. It's just annoying. Yeah. They just, just shut not, the fuck up for a minute. Not my brand. And, uh, on top of that, I was kind of like, um, because we had this huge conversation about the Louisville. <clears throat> excuse me, the Louisville fan base and the crowd. I kind of just wanted to, I don't want to say soak it in because it wasn't any fun, but I kind of wanted to hear that and feel that through the broadcast, which, which you can on non NBC broadcasts, you you can soak in and feel how the fan how the fans are, are reacting inside the stadium. Like I wanted that would not allow it, wouldn't allow it just kept fucking talking. I got
3: a folder here of shit. I got to say, we're getting through it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're done with Louisville. We're done with Louisville.
0: Moving on. Uh, reminded everybody out there. I got no reviews tonight, which is strange after a loss that there isn't at least like three or four or five star reviews in there. Uh, all bitching about something. Uh, so I, how sad are you? I don't know. Uh, but uh, you guys didn't do your job. So do it this time. Uh, get on over to Apple podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review, any review that you leave. We will read word for word on the next earn five star podcast. Be a part of the show, be a part of the, make, make the conversation, your conversation. It ain't that hard. It's like sitting at a bar and someone throws you a fucking, a peanut at your head and he tells you some dumb joke. Now that guy's a part of the conversation. Be the dumb joke peanut guy. You, you I won't care. even charge you four ninety nine to get your uh, views on air either. No, 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 no. I don't, uh, I don't believe in super chats. That's uh, super dumb. <laughs> super super dumb. Um, what else we got going on here? You know what, though, boys? Is the weather changing? Is the, Has the weather been turning for all? Is it fall now? It's been miserable, yeah. Yeah. Is no, oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we got to take some of the bad with the good. It's fall now. And the best thing about fall is that you could just Wear an fall hoodie down. Hat fall down into your bed, to your sofa, to your barca lounger, to your office chair, whatever it is with the most comfortable gear out there. And yes, I'm talking about home field apparel, homefieldapparel.com, where if you use the code five star 23, you will save 15% off your first order. Gentlemen, I broke out my, uh, my new, uh, Notre Dame joggers, the blue, uh, the blue ones for the first time. Victories. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking cozy, and I'm not a pants guy. Even in the fall, I, I'm still very much a short wear. But this morning, I was feeling like you know, I gotta run. I gotta run a Target. I got a few errands I gotta run. I'm feeling a little, feeling feel a little cold. Got two and a half hours of sleep. Let me just put on these joggers. I damn near fell asleep in the truck. I was so cozy. <laughs> I, had, I I had I had that on, and I had a. Uh, I was I I, would, I looked like a goddamn uh, I don't even know. I was, it was monotone cause I had on my, uh, my Notre Dame crew neck, uh, with it. So I really looked like I was out there for the brand. Uh, but it's just also damn cozy. I couldn't help myself. That's if so You funny can do that right now.
1: Uh, on, on Saturday, I took Brendan's advice, put on the long sleeved, uh, Irish baseball tee and yeah. really just appreciated how beautiful it, it kept the temperature going. Uh, you know, cause we had like a, Probably like mid fifties and rainy, and it was like it was perfect. And then when I got when it got later in the night and the and the temperature fell a little bit, I threw on the crew neck, although that did not help uh, the team on the on the field.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I felt awful today because I wore um, from my box set the uh, the nerd helmet shirt they have, mm-hmm. and I felt terrible because I covered it up. But then I realized I covered it up with my Notre Dame crew neck, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, block Notre Dame, uh, whatever we want to yeah. call it. Notre Dame text is uh, so it's like I'm ever, covering up this beautiful home field, but I'm covering it up with home field. <laughs> so I can't feel that bad about it. It was home field and home field it was Home field and home field violence. Yeah, Ever since I got that box,
0: the that Notre Dame helmet shirt, Brendan. Has it's, been my Sunday shirt. Look, I, I, so I just good. I just noticed it on I just noticed it on Sunday, and I, and I had it on. I'm wearing like, it right now. You know, I think I've worn this every Sunday. Like get home from Mass, put on the clothes. That's the shirt that goes on every Sunday since. And it's like, all right, so this is my Sunday shirt now. I guess I have a Sunday T-shirt, and that's it. That's funny. Pretty amazing hey, I got a text from my uh, from my nephew uh, Quentin. Uh, He was super excited. He had ordered up uh, the Notre Dame bomber jacket and just got it. I think it was. My. I saw people. I saw people. he got that this week. Yeah. Fucking. He is. He's like worth the wait. He was ecstatic uh, about getting that thing. It is. You know, number one, it's gorgeous. Uh, Number two, it's just it's just high quality. This is high quality shit. This looks good. Feels good. Uh, And again, Stuff's worth the weight. It's worth the penny.
1: My uh, my most recent uh, acquisition was the uh, Utah Mountains tee just in time to uh, to watch uh, Utah's uh, offense sputter under the uh, – in in uh, Corvallis. So, oh, well.
0: Uh, the f- fact that Thick Boy just <laughs> ain't getting it done. Thick Boy 7, yeah. <laughs> he's not there. It's not there? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not getting it done.
1: He hasn't come up for the Rising.
0: I do wish that Homefield would step into the high school realm, uh, because I, I look. If you have most most of you out there, if you have kids, you understand like how spirit packs work. The school sends you stuff. It's got all the T shirts, sweaters, all that with your school's logos and all that. Most times, Hicksville's is atrocious. It is terrible, and the goods are like, everything about it bad. Even the stuff they like put on Nike. Like again, I think Nike clothes are, clothes are trash. It's just bad. I wish we could just do I wish I could talk Homefield into doing a Hicksville collection. Uh, but at any rate, because they've been so bad, I've been buying less and less of them, but donating money in other ways. So they still make, you know, because these spirit packs are are fundraisers for the for the school. But so donating money in other ways. So for like for football for fifth and sixth grade, I wear a different home field, you know, I have many red or white and red home field shirts. In my collection, like I just got an outstanding collection, so I wear a different one all the time. There and someone, fi- I kept waiting for someone to comment, and finally Saturday, it was freezing outside, but I'm out there in just a, you know, I just shorts and a shirt, and it was my my Youngstown State uh, uh, hats off for Ohio uh, shirt, and someone finally made the comment like. What college did you go to school to? I've seen you wear <laughs> I've seen you wear like five or six, like what where did you go? I'm like, Eastern.
2: They're like, what? I'm like, they're but they're green. Eastern I won't wear them. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think well, I, I said it on the pot. Like, speaking of like Spirit Week and all that kind of stuff, like I put out a call on Twitter, I don't know, uh, lat, you know, two weeks ago. And I was like I can't like it was spirit week coming up for, for Chelsea and Sam, my son, my, my son was like, I want to win a Notre Dame Jersey dad for spirit week. Cause they were like, oh, favorite oh, you, you, said the podcast? Podcast. you said it on the Did last podcast. You said on the last
1: podcast.
2: Yeah. 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 No, that
1: was an story. awesome story.
0: Which is a freaking yeah. great story. Cause yeah. that's yeah. a At listener Katie,
2: coming at, through, Katie like a at Katie and a champion at Katie and nd and one. So sure. oh, I don't know like the champion. name
1: last time. So appreciate
0: that. Yeah, she's a true champion. That is, she, a, I mean, that, that honestly, guy, oh, very cool. Like, I hope, I hope, I hope the rest of that day, she just had that image of Sam and that smile, and it's like oh, you he did was that. So, he was so you, you so You did that. You made you made some little kid's day. The way he, he, I bet he was able to just walk around school just proud as shit. What was he had a Jeremiah Love oh, jersey? Jeremiah was, Ricky Love Water, Ricky, Water,
2: Ricky Water. Ricky Waters jersey. Uh, Jordan Batello. <laughs>
3: Uh, that was actually
1: one of my, my first interactions with Greg on Twitter was I had a a pair of, um, basketball up pants that I bought when I was in, was an undergrad and they just really never fit me. And so I said, you know, does anybody want these? And Greg like jumped in my mentions like two seconds later and was like, yeah, I'll take them. And so, um, he then told me like a funny story about how his wife was like, where'd you get those? And he's like, from a guy on Twitter. And she's like, what, (laughs) you know? We're, we're, so that's like, how
0: Greg came into our life? You know, well, you know, I mean, basketball. I'm yeah. sure Greg
1: was like around before then, but I think that's like when Greg well, started that, like, coming to my radar. But that's
0: how he like started, like, that's how like, that's how the DM, that's the initial point of the DMs, right? Yeah, but
1: I, I guess it was more to the, more to the point of like, um, you know, uh, I I got a DM from Tim Flynn today. It's a, a listener on this podcast and, and a guy who lives uh, somewhat in my area. And he said, you know, hey, I know you're coming out for the USC game. And he's been really helpful in terms of giving advice about ticket buying and stuff like that. And he mentioned, you know, that I was invited to his tailgate, which I'm, I'm totally taking him up on. And, uh, and then he said, hey, I've got an extra parking pass. Like, do you just want it? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, shout out to just wonderful people who are like, they just know that this stuff is just Outstanding karma and, and helping me out and it making one less thing to worry about on my, my Saturday trip by taking care of a parking pass is just so huge. So I just appreciate it.
0: And I try That's to do this
1: for everybody else too.
0: You know what that is, Jude? That's Homefield Magic. That's Homefield <laughs> Apparel. <Home-filled laughs> com. Get on over there. All right. <laughs> I'm fucking good. I am good.
1: Now, now I feel under under. Um, I feel like I'm coming to the party without uh, without the proper uh, gift. So I should have brought some home field.
0: Damn it! Mm. I tried to get them to come up to a game this year, um, but they're not answering. <laughs> field doesn't answer my emails anymore. I swear to God.
2: <laughs> <The> USC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, maybe they'll come to.
0: So let's. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's go through our top twenty, uh, and then we'll get to uh, then we'll move on to uh, to USC. What do you guys say about that? Sure, feels good. So to remind everybody, uh, between the three of us and our good friend Greg Flaman, we uh, we rank. Well, we give our rankings every week, and it's it's just top twenty because the bottom five who cares? I mean, who yep. really cares if you're twenty four, twenty three, or twenty five?
2: Uh, 21. Who cares about deal, the 21st right? ranked team? No one cares about the 21st ranked team. Pro- probably not. Probably not. My 21st uh, so, ranked
1: team is this
0: week is LSU. Jude, I think you're, maybe your rankings need some explanation. <laughs> uh, but I'm, Yeah, Jude, you've got to explain yourself. Yeah, I'm going to list off uh, our, our, our total rankings here. Jude can explain his ballot because uh, that's fun.
2: It's fucking wild.
0: Uh, But the the cumulative is this. Uh, Oh, shit. I was like, why the hell is Alabama number one? Because I'm on the wrong week. All right, here we go. It's still. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Washington. Number three, Ohio State. Four, Penn State. Oklahoma comes in at five. Oregon at six. Seven, Florida State. Eight, USC. Nine, Michigan. Ten, North Carolina. Eleven, Texas. Twelve, Alabama. 13, Louisville, 14, Oregon State, 15, UCLA, 16, Tennessee, 17, Miami, 18, Mississippi, 19, Notre Dame,
3: and 20, Kansas. Kansas. I don't
2: have a problem with the top 10.
3: The top 10 is
2: fine.
1: I I just want to mention that three of us ranked Air Force, and yet they couldn't get enough cumulative uh, votes to get into the top 20. I was a little sad about that.
2: Uh, that's because somebody yeah, only, ranked Notre Dame number eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who it, ranked and it Notre wasn't, Dame number it was, eight? I go off vibes, <laughs> not so much about records.
2: <laughs> it was
0: not me. I mean, Jude and I were the only ones that had Notre Dame ranked.
2: No, I mean, Greg and I are pretty much simpatico with our with our rankings. Uh, yeah,
1: no, look, I think that you know it's been a very doom and gloom in the in the DMs, but um, you know, I look at some of the the statistics and the metrics and Notre Dame is still looked at, uh, looked upon very favorably. And maybe this is a, a, a tailing indicator and in two weeks um, you know, when they start winning again, they'll they'll um, you know, be going down my rankings instead of up. But I just find it. I just find it like Jude, really Jude is still the wet blanket on this show. Is a really
0: good team. Jude is the wet blanket on this show. When it yeah, comes it's, to, it's our, bl- when it
2: our if world. If you are. have them at number eight, and I, I have 20. I don't it know. Is, i did rank him. And I'm sure Greg unranked by Greg when Greg, when Greg gets to his my favorite segment on the show, uh ejections. Which, which will be at the which will be at the end of the show, uh going out with the alma
0: mater. Uh you'll have Greg's explanation of his, of his, um, which I love uh that we do that. Uh, that he does that for us, that's fantastic. Greg awesome.
2: Greg is a coward, and he does hate the troops, and he hates <laughs> Hans Zimmer because he refused to rank the Air Force. Yeah, uh, why would you better, not Greg? fucking rank Air Force, Greg? Boat you know Morgan. why? You know why? You know why? Working forever. You know why? Because Lady Gaga got all of the play for Hans Zimmer's work in in uh, the the sequel of uh, Top Gun. And that's why Greg refuses to rank Air Force, is because he's like, listen, Hans Zimmer was wasted in that Top Gun movie, and I refuse to rank them. Greg, Gre- I'm right, right?
0: <laughs> Greg didn't even say anything when I when I threw a Hans Zimmer song in with the uh, with my Stewie crying TikTok after the, the Louisville maybe, game.
2: Maybe Greg doesn't even like Hans Zimmer. I don't know.
0: Maybe Greg's too I, busy doing a hit and hustle
1: after show to see your see your tweet. Do you ever think about that?
2: Bru-
0: well, how, how busy can you be? I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: I I'm, mean, he was, he was racking up the super chats. I'm sure. So
0: I Greg
2: just hates the troops and hates air forts. And I think mostly I think that's because,
3: the
2: truth right yeah, I think that's the truth is that Greg it, just, it's, that California, he was it's upset. that California mindset. It's that California mindset. And he was it's very West, upset that, it's it's Zimmer that didn't West coast lifestyle. To it. Yeah. yeah. He didn't. He was upset about Top Gun two not getting enough uh, on Hansel, and he's like, you know what, Air Force never. All right. Before
0: I move on, I do want to say, um, I mean, I, Jude still has Oklahoma ranked fairly. I think mean, lower than the rest of us. Uh, he hasn't. I got eleven. Oklahoma, I shot Oklahoma up to four. To yeah, no, four, I have five. I have five. It. You have a five. Greg has him at number two. Right. But I think I think we talked about. I don't know if it was in the DMs or the podcast, like, is Oklahoma yeah. underrated? And oh, I yeah, they said they were
2: the most underrated team in America. I think we underrated. all said yes, right? Like, yeah, I don't like, think anyone it disagreed. It It's weird. Stuff. Like, Oklahoma's A, a Oklahoma blue-blood team. Though,
0: a blue-blood team. Under, was who was undefeated. Well. And, like, and waxing yeah. opponents. Absolutely waxing them. And, like, how are they not moving? Like, was last year that bad? Like, are people just, like, that fed? Like, it didn't make much sense. And then, you know, the time... Look, I love the red river shootout. It is one of my favorite games each year to watch. Uh, that is fucking intense. Like we don't ever get that as Notre Dame fans. Like that kind of, that type of game right there just feels like we never have. It's a different type of game. Uh, maybe it's the setting, The like the bowl game in the middle of the season.
2: Uh, I fucking love it. It's the I, closeness I, of it. It's else? like that all of the games are decided between seven and eight points. And that's sort of like the USC game, right? I mean, most USC games are decided between seven and eight points. No matter how bad USC has been, yeah. But you got to, but test. even
0: no matter how bad Texas or how bad Oklahoma might be, their fans still show up. SC only shows up when they have. When they they do, have
2: Though I will, I will ask you to look at like that. But the best crowd the bad looked bad like not,
0: last year in the second half. Michael, I'm talking straight to you. I'm not talking about you, bud. There are true USC super fans out there. Don't get it twisted. But he would even agree, I would imagine, that the fan base as a whole is there is is lacking <laughs> quite a bit, and it always will. No, we don't California, have
2: to worry you know about, about USC. What? I lived in Southern California,
1: and I had the choice between sticking around for a USC game or going somewhere fun. I definitely picked the the fun fun option. I wouldn't stick around either.
0: Somebody not to do. Surf, yeah. Maybe yeah. if I was born and bred out there, but I have a Midwest mindset, and it's football season, Jude. And I would, I would not put that. I would not put that second to nothing, especially yeah, that's, it, that's, exactly, I, right. that's yeah, exactly
1: right. There's so many people out there that were, were born out there though. And have that mindset of just like, right. it's a
0: beautiful day. Got, Why would was I wasted I watching this? Team I'll just four go hours. Yeah. 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 I get it. I I don't blame them. I understand like you were, you're the product of your environment. Um, uh, and my environment is like, but are you October. the product it's of your October. environment?
2: Because Greg is the product of its environment. And he can't get the game, and he's willing to go to an ex-girlfriend's house. <laughs> Ex-girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend's ex-mother. mother's house to watch another Notre Dame game. Like, I still I still say I that she know. had
0: pots for him. Well, and he was enticed by brownies.
2: Yeah, because Greg Grand, you know, what, a 4-5-40. So, of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: moving on. Look, it is... I wanted to write the article and, and I've, it felt like I had like time this week all of a sudden In the beginning of the week. I'm like, oh man, I got all this fucking time. I can get, get a bunch of stuff uh, out. And I just didn't. <laughs> Louisville beat me down. But I really wanted to put an article out there that said, look, quit all your fucking crying. You fucking cry babies. Quit your bitching. It's fucking SC week. No matter what, how you feel about Marcus Freeman or Jared Parker or any of this shit. None of it really fucking matters right now. It is Southern Cal week. There is only one thing that should be on our minds, and that's getting that fucking stick back with all those damn jewels on it.
1: And, like sponsored it by DirecTV. and having USC bring it out to the field and present it to us. Well, they, no, won't
3: want,
0: they won't I want they won't do it because we
2: don't. Right. I want uh, it's our fault. uh direct it's our TV fault. Will, will present it at the at the the
0: end of the game, right? I mean shit. We did this whole like national championship trophy thing after the fucking Navy game in Ireland. And you're telling me you can't, you don't have enough time uh, to like, to to do something with a jeweled chalele. You took some worthless piece of fucking water for crystal home and treated it like it was a. Ch- I mean, look at the picks. Like that was treated like a national championship fucking ceremony. And that's okay, but not bringing out the stick?
3: Give me a fucking break. I
0: didn't.
1: I mean, maybe it, look, okay, sponsored content, whatever. But like, and, and maybe if that's your biggest gripe about it, then I think I agree. But like, I, I really didn't, I liked that graphic. I thought it was great. I mean, obviously the direct
0: oh, it's TV, fun. the picture, the picture no, had a lot of, no, dude,
2: you can't, Josh. No, Josh, no, <laughs> Josh. No, I, you, listen, can't I'm just, you know, I love on, trophies. I love trophies. So I can't fucking shit on the shirt, the shirt for putting an explanation for every single like (laughs) angle on the shirt with an explanation on it. And then they put out this graphic on, on, on Twitter.
1: So if they had just put it out without explaining it, would you have liked it more?
2: Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Probably. But like, this is the thing that Josh was, was railing on the shirt on for years is like, they're like, Oh, you have three, three, uh, planes the on there because that's the these. number of times that the air force has played notre dame on a tuesday but, yeah. but it's, uh, uh, it's, it's
0: but, the, but hey they bring the shirt out to the field right right bring the fucking stick
2: out into the field bring the jewel up, make it i
0: mean i really I just thought just
2: don't want a peloton trophy like you know i, I don't want a, a playstation platinum because i i was able to to you know <laughs> to beat the game in X amount of hours for it and then have the branded shit on it. Like
0: I'm just tired of being a pussy. I'm tired of Notre Dame. Like not wanting the embarrassment of having to tra- hand a trophy over or, or the arrogance to think that these things aren't cool enough to just fucking is, do it.
2: Is USC like, going to
0: bring the one-
2: shillelagh to the, to, to Notre Dame stadium? No,
3: they absolutely not. not. They will not because
1: no, because, that. because Josh is right because we wouldn't because we did we we have to be the person that that is willing to to exactly. say I'm yes. willing to lose it and hand it over on the field. Yes,
0: yes, and you so want, like. It'll be on the bench. If you win, it's there. And by the way,
1: do you know – think about all the people that get that get mentioned on sports Twitter about standing on the field after their team loses, right? Like I don't remember – was it somebody from like the Bills, Stephon Diggs maybe? Like uh, like the Chiefs are celebrating yeah. up the field and he's like – Oh, standing.
2: McCarthy. McCarthy did it. Uh, yeah, J.J. McCarthy. J. 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 McCarthy. Awesome. I, yeah, watching like,
1: Georgia. I want, you. <laughs> I want fucking Notre Dame kids pissed off that they're watching um, – you know, the John David booties of the world <laughs> putting the shillelaghs over their head and being like, Carson Palmer. Fuck you. They should I
0: be do. as mad about that as I am about every, every picture of yeah, Carson Palmer. Absolutely.
1: Uh, that, that should put a cross that should put a, like an extra anger. And so the next year you're just like, I am not going to get embarrassed about this again. In fact, I'm now on their home turf and I'm going to steal it back. And I'm going to prance around in the fucking Coliseum with in front of 14 fans.
0: I say it every <laughs> year, every year, when we talk about about the about the Jewel Schleili or any of Notre Dame's rivalry trophies, one of the greatest spectacles I ever witnessed was Minnesota and um, and Wisconsin. They played for Paul Bunyan's axe, and watching that fucking kicker have the balls to sink like it was like a forty-seven yarder to win the game in the closing seconds, and to run over to Wisconsin's uh, I think it was Wisconsin yeah Wisconsin's bench, and fucking with all them still on the bench grab the axe and take it back to his team that is magic that is college football that is fucking fun stop taking f- stop not trying to have fun like Notre Dame I don't like it is so tough to be a Notre Dame fan sometimes because they just hate fun our fans hate fun everybody it has to be like a national championship or bust and if it wasn't 70 to nothing against everybody on the way to a fucking national championship the whole season was lost. Like there are a billion fun moments along the way because it's college football and you should be able to enjoy it for what it is. And it, this isn't fucking Purdue and the shillelagh. And even then I still think that that should be brought out to the field and all that good shit. But this is your biggest rival USC. This is your, this is the rivalry trophy that you use with your biggest rival. You've over the last few years, Brian Kelly, one of the best things he did was actually at least try to make these things more public and, and more seen, but it's there. People know about it. Use it. Like make it like you're supposed Notre Dame's marketing is on a whole nother level over the last few years. This is part of this should be part of that. This is ridiculous. You should be talking about the jeweled shillelagh and not the fact that you finally fucking put together a collection with Under Armour that has clothes that Marcus Freeman wore after a shitty loss. Nobody wants to buy that shit now.
2: Well, they did because it's all sold out.
0: Yeah, sold out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying.
3: <sighs> Marketing department. So, our Jewel Shillelagh Rants lead right on up. Brendan. Yeah, what's up?
2: Tell me about Southern Cal. Pretty good, right? Uh, yeah, they're leading the nation in points scored. They're very good on offense. Are they good on offense? No, fuck that. <laughs> USC stinks, and yeah, here's why. There we USC go. Stinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's why USC stinks: is they do lead the nation in points scored, but their average scoring drive is sub three thirty, and that's what's causing them to have one of the worst defenses in college football. Um. They're missing 12 tackles per game. Their name's is not that much better. I don't want to. I don't want to get away from that. But they are, I think, 110th in the nation in missed tackles per game. Um, when I look at this USC team, and like I'm trying to get into the right headspace post Louisville, right? But when I watch Louisville, or when I watch USC. It makes it a lot easier. Um, here's why. Here's why they stink, and it's not just Alex Grinch, but it's also their offense. And you say, and and you know, I I listen to every single one of the Untitled uh, Notre Dame USC podcasts because it's, it it it's my favorite because you know it's sad, Greg. It's it's Greg and his most pure. Where he's not um, having to to put on the facade of of being uh, so, yes, the corporate called. man, the corporate man. It's yeah. like it it is it is the the purest version of Greg. But what makes USC bad on defense is also what makes USC bad on offense, which is sort of a ridiculous statement to make when you're like they're leading the nation. Passing, their early of the nation and points scored. It's like, why are they? Wait, you're saying that they're bad on offense? Yes, they need to score quickly. They're at the bottom of the league, or the bottom of college football in third down attempts.
1: Yeah, and the reason I was reason- going to say that I had the, that second fewest third down attempts per game behind North Carolina.
2: Yeah and the reason why is because they don't have a lot there to, if they're not scoring early they're just punting and we saw that play out in full force against Arizona State like they they their offensive line's pretty good but against Arizona State they gave up five sacks and a lot of it came in that first half and they were getting behind the sticks and they were punting and Caleb Williams only had 24 pass attempts in a double overtime game that went to the two point conversion part of overtime, now, like USC, if they if they're not scoring quickly, and they do score quickly, they do.
0: And you beat Arizona, of, not
2: Arizona State, right? Yeah, Arizona State or Arizona, yeah, no, Arizona, yeah yeah, 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 Arizona, Jetfish. Arizona. Um, they also didn't play good against. Because um, Arizona State won their game. Yeah. Arizona state also their season high in points scored was against USC with 28. That's the most scored points they scored against any opponent was against USC. Um, yeah their their defense is is a problem and in, in in large part, it's because of their offense. offense's because they're scoring so quickly and they're putting this bad defense in a position where they have to continuously go on to the field and if and if usc's offense isn't scoring quickly, they're just not scoring. So that lends to a Notre Dame defense that's that's able to i mean, they've held down everybody who's want to pass, right? Every team that's i'm um, we we talked about Jack Plummer not being able to pass. Cal McCord up until that final drive wasn't able to pass. They scored, what, 10 points up until the final drive. Um, Duke wasn't able to pass. Notre Dame is able to to take away that component of it. And when, when I look at what USC wants to do, they want to be able to score, and they want to be able to score in a hurry. And that puts their defense in a pos- you know, not the greatest position. I don't think USC's defense is as bad as it was last year. They do they're in the bottom one twenty in in uh tackles missed. Uh they are sacking the quarterback at a higher rate than they were last year, and they're pressuring quarterbacks at a higher rate than they were last year, and they're able to actually stop teams from being able to run the football uh better than they were last year, but they're they're not tackling well and they're folding late in the game. Um and, and a lot of that has to do with the confidence of this defense. They don't have any confidence. Go, go Google up what USCA has to say about their defense. And they had an offensive player that's like, you know, what, what about your struggles this year? Like, I don't know, ask, ask Alex Grinch. Like, uh, this USC defense, it's an immovable, usually you say an immovable object versus an unstoppable force flip that script with, with Jared Parker and and Alex Grinch, like Notre Dame needs to be able to control the clock, sustain drives. This is a team that you're going to be able to control the clock and sustain drives against. Um, They're in the bottom 10 in uh, time of possession. All of the teams that they've played in the Power Five have hit their uh, highest points scored against against USC. So that, that bodes well for Notre Dame. If there's a get-right game for Jared Parker, it's going to be this one. My only concerns would be that they are very good at getting to the quarterback, both in terms of pressure and in sacks. And Notre Dame's had some problems with that. In the last two weeks, but the fact that they're missing tackles, that that this team isn't confident in their defense and they're soft and they fold bodes well for a Notre Dame team that's going to want to bring kind of a hard nosed approach to the game, and that's probably why Notre Dame's a two and a half point favorite, right?
1: So what what is it about? Notre Dame's defense that you think is going to make this fundamentally less frustrating watching Caleb Williams dance all over uh, the field as he evades the linebackers
2: containment. They're better at containing than they were last year. I think they did a really bad. They were really bad at containing last year and they are significantly better.
0: And this this will sound like, this will sound like complete bullshit to some out there, but I don't believe that USC is going to be as, Lucky in the non flags thrown for holding as they were last year. Last year was there were many a plays. Yeah, I'm not. This is this isn't the normal like oh the fucking. It was bad. Like Caleb Williams was running around. Like if your quarterback is running around on any team running around behind the line of scrimmage for five to ten seconds, there is a hold somewhere. Yeah. And a, lot of, a lot of times it gets called. They did not throw the fucking flags for that. It was bad the entire yeah. game. So a lot of the plays that he extended and made these the, amazing the, things. The, like the one prolific one stuff. where
2: he ran for like 35 yeah. yards. Yeah. That's that's
0: called back. I don't believe... Yeah. I, yeah. Hear some, I just don't believe they'll, they'll be as as lucky in that regard this time it's, around. It's funny you say lucky. Not to say... Not to, not to say not, it's luck if you got the refs not throwing flags for blatant holds. I mean... I'm not this It wasn't an ACC team. They weren't on they weren't on the take. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I, don't I think, think it was Pac twelve. Was it Pac twelve for us? I don't know.
1: If, yeah, actually when, I mean, we agree that Caleb Williams will be the best quarterback we see all season though, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Not even not even a question. Here's here's the thing too with with USC that I think differentiates themselves from last year's defense and this year's defense is that um through their six games this year, they only have four interceptions and only eight total takeaways. They're not Last getting was a ton of takeaways. they're not yeah, they're not getting the puck clock um to to borrow uh, on the first day of hockey. Uh, that was the weird about it. Uh, and what's funny about it too is they played Arizona State in Arizona in uh, you know to this point they had one interception they had combined two interceptions against those two teams right arizona and arizona state arizona is um 117th in the nation with 10 interceptions and arizona state is dead last in 133, 133 with 13 interception so they played two of the bottom um 17 teams um, 16 teams in terms of interceptions thrown this year. And they've had two interceptions in those games. So they are not picking teams off at the rate that they were last year. They're not recovering fumbles or forcing fumbles at the same rate that they were last year. And that's, that's a big part of why their defense is, is struggling, even though I think their defense for the most part is um, I, I think their defense is actually pretty good um, compared to last year's, you know, they're giving up what 28 points per game or 27 points per game, which is, uh, you know, bottom fifth in college football, but they're sacking quarterbacks at a pretty good rate. I think, um you know, Muhammad and, and bird are both really good at getting after the quarterback, but they're just not getting those turnovers that they were last year.
0: Well, and one one thing I want to bring up, too, that you mentioned the two and a half point spread. Notre Dame is favored by two and a half points. The line has remained steady all week. In fact, the line was uh, was Notre Dame minus one last week. Uh, then Notre Dame shits the bet against Louisville, and USC has their Arizona game. Now, all of a sudden, it's uh, two and a half. But something else to keep in mind that Vegas takes into consideration more than the average fan is, and I'm the the weather report will be up on the site uh, when you uh, before you listen to this podcast. It's going to be a shit. This is not the picturesque day that we normally get for USC week. Like, this um, is not the, like, normally USC comes to town. It's the greatest weather that South Bend sees all fall long. That, yeah. It is gorgeous. Saturday, it is going to be not cold because, I mean, we're talking, like, high 50s. But these are southern cow kids, mind you. And it's gonna be raining a lot all day long. Now, the rain should be letting up about the time of of the game,
2: from what I can tell. I, I see a ninety percent chance of rain during the game. Ugh. Where are you getting that information? Um from from my Android phone. Uh, I,
1: played yeah, that, I don't know where this 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 prevalence came, but here's the temperatures that kickoff in the last since 2011, 2021. I don't have a listing for 51 degrees in 2019, 70 degrees in 2017, which is the one we all remember. 43 at 2015, 48, 2013
0: and 58, 2011. Jude, it's more the fact that the sun was out. Like it was like the, the tailgating that day was picturesque. (laughs) I've I've been to like, I've probably seen more Notre Dame SC games in South Bend than any other team. And generally that game is a gorgeous day to be outside tailgating and all that. And once they started going back to the night games, was it 2011? Right.
2: Yeah, that eleven was, a, was the first yeah, night. With the shiny helmets, yeah. shiny yeah, helmet game, Dane Crystal There was no was
0: there like was no better legs. there was no better day than that. That two thousand eleven was amazing. Uh, and then we completely shit the bed. Uh, but no, it's just like that that is typically the type of weather. Normally when we go out to Southern Cal, it's shit weather for Southern Cal, right? Okay. Two thousand ten comes. To well, two
1: thousand sixteen I definitely remember it being shit weather. So Yeah, yeah remember, but let me look at that real quick.
0: So all I'm saying is, but this is 60, where like the weather 65,
1: 63, 69, 66, 55, and 68. But then, uh, rain,
0: rain in a lot of those. Yeah. I
1: definitely rain in 16. I definitely remember that. But so.
0: That's kind of like the, yeah. like the factor that helps offset some of the offense. Like SC is a Southern Cal team that is prolific in the passing game. Yeah. And Cold, windy. And look, we're talking about wind gusts of twenty-three miles an hour.
2: Yeah, that, that's the
0: thing. That's not that. That's not that's not nothing. So wet, you know, wet ground, colder than what you, than what they like, and was you know with some
1: wind so, gusts. Am I hearing that I should be poning up for the uh, the fifteen hundred dollar Corbett seats uh, so I can avoid these twenty-three mile an hour winds?
2: <laughs> so here's my question: yeah, so to I told- Is who who gets the advantage in wet conditions? the cornerbacks who need to read what the receivers are doing or the receivers. Depends on the coverage that you're playing. If we're playing man, which would be stupid in those
0: kind of conditions, in my opinion, mostly, I mean, you got to play man sometimes, I mean, but they should be playing a lot more. Zone. Sorry. I'm starving. I'm chewing a bagel. Very be a salt bagel, but,
2: you,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I you play more of a zone. You're not having the footing. Isn't as, Necessary on a dime at the moment. But I mean, I get your point, but you got wet balls. The wind gusts are a major factor. I think it's less that and more advantage to who can play power football better. And typically I would go with Notre Dame, right? But we've seen their line get owned. Right. We've seen their line get owned the last two weeks. And so that has me more like that has me worried because like this would be the type of weather. That you would expect the offensive line to
2: like? I think Marshawn act. Lloyd's pretty good, but they don't let but, him. They don't let him do anything. I mean, he's got sixty-seven carries on the year,
0: right? And they're just not like they be. They'd be leaning on him,
2: right? Like one person, it would be like, one person too, because like right. Austin so, Jones gets some touches, but it's like a it's like a three to one ratio. Well, last year, Austin Jones killed us, so he did. He, he uh, actually
0: fucking murdered us. He Tony Jones us. Tony Jones. Last to year, last year was like the complete opposite of what we thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yet, <laughs> you know, even Drew Pine
2: probably yeah, had his best. basically having had a best, perfect
0: game. Yeah. Best statistical day he's ever had, and, and it, it still wasn't good enough. And he still he still lost the damn
2: thing. He made two mistakes, and that's why they lost. Mitchell Evans didn't get uh, the fourth down. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Speaking of, so I I told you guys in the DMs, uh,
0: uh, Kiki, my wife, and my daughter uh, are going to be at the game, so that's pretty that's pretty dope. But the fact that I get to just kind of like rub it in a little bit, like hey, you know, uh, it's going to be wet out there. I'll look down at you at the press box as I'm dry, but you're <laughs> you might be a little wet under that rain. I've really been selling this rain. Uh, to my
1: wife and daughter. How rude. How rude. On behalf of your wife I'm offended.
0: <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah we, were, it's, we we talked about it last week. Like yeah, I am looking at like a probably 6:15 ETA at my parking spot. Like a, I kind of like been breaking it down like minute by minute my Saturday. And that's if all things go well. Thanks. <laughs> so I'll be yeah, we'll be hauling ass. Uh, But back to the game. Like for all the stuff that we've seen, I mean, I think we really got to put it together. Like the last three weeks, even because even NC State showed some major weaknesses. Like we end up, I don't know, kind of lucking ourselves, like lucking out, like walking into some luck to to get those points against NC State, but. I get. I guess Central was before that. But at, any, at any rate, Notre Dame has not looked great. I've uh, three games ago, Ohio State. Uh, losing my mind tonight. But all that goes into consideration. Like there doesn't. Like yes, Notre Dame's favored, but Eddie, you talk to any Notre Dame fan and tell them that we're favored by two and a half points, they will look at you like we are, like you are the craziest son of a bitch that ever lived. Like this. How much confidence do you
3: have in this game? At all. We're going to win. Jude, you are fucking Mr. Opposite. <laughs>
0: all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, I don't even, I don't even believe that's you, Jude. I believe Look, the Wharf effect, or the Mandela we, effect. I will be,
1: I will be dressed, well, I'll be dressed in appropriate rain gear, but I will have home field apparel underneath for sure. Um, I will where, are be, we meeting up, where are we meeting up, Jude? Uh anywhere you want, brother. I mean let's 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 go to the let's go to the tailgate that I was invited to because it sounds like the spread's gonna be awesome. So um but I'll get with I'll get with you and uh and we will I will, will us to victory and lose my voice and it'll be magic.
2: My so Dame, me, so pumped up, me, I'm so, so fucking ask pumped up, Let me ask a question. Jude sure. if Notre Dame wins this football game. If Notre Dame wins this football game, is it is it worthy of a field storming?
1: Oh
3: no. 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 Will Not. they storm the field? No. Okay. No. Right? I'm gonna tell you what, I think they would. I mean, kids are different these days, but I mean I If they storm the
2: field, Jude, would you storm with them? If I'm close enough, hell yes. Would so would we would we be able to, to hog my, on the I've field? told my
1: story about this, right? On this podcast? No. My Which my story? freshman year, undergraduate, freshman year, first game, defending national champions, Mich- co-national champions, Michigan, Wolverines. Oh. They win. We storm the field, and I don't storm the field because I think to myself, Oh, there will be plenty of opportunities to do this in the next four years.
0: Mm. See, yeah, it was after you left,
3: Jude, because I stormed the field twice against Michigan. Yeah. In 02 and 04. So we'll uh, see fab- you
0: in the end zone. Fa- fa- famously 02. with my – running around like a we'll crazy see, – we'll
2: see, we'll see you on the end zone, Jude.
1: And I'll probably have my my 10-year-old son on my shoulders, and we'll be running as fast as we can. Maybe maybe even picking up grass. Is that cool? Can we
2: pick up some grass? Well, it's not real grass, and we'll have to ask Chipster. Really that's <laughs> okay. We'll have to
0: ask Chipster. Chipster's the first one to, to meet us usually when we get down there.
2: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you can pick up some uh, black beads. Like we should,
0: we really should lean on 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 him and see what see what he's got. Like hey, like what can you spare? you got do you got a patch of turf I can have?
2: I I still think Uh, he has some Lucky Charms for that Cincinnati game. Dude, he was the one that told us that story,
0: right? Yeah, he did. About the locker rooms? Yeah. So I, if we haven't told that story before, if you didn't know by now, Cincinnati, after they beat Notre Dame, had numerous boxes of Lucky Charms cereal in their locker room that got tossed up and stomped on into the carpet inside the visiting locker room, which is not an easy thing That's to rude. clean up. They rude. fucking throttled the locker room.
3: Throttled it. So even though Ju- or even though Brendan and I are back to being Cincinnati podcast adjacent,
0: that still doesn't sit well. It will never sit well. Cause that <laughs> that is some shit.
3: And we have a friend who had to clean that up. It's bullshit. So anyways,
0: uh, I, 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 yeah, let's get the picks. I was about to go off on a tangent, but that's fine. I don't need to preach or maybe I do. I'm just so fucking sick and tired of you fucking fans out there. Yes. We're not going to the college football playoff. Get over it. It's fucking done. Now. What are you going to do? Not watch. If you're that person, then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I, and you probably are. So maybe I'm preaching to the choir. You appreciate it. But this fire. is Southern Cal. If you can't get up for this shit this week, it's just like the players. If they can't get up for this game, then what the fuck? you Then take a walk. I mean, there's so many reasons why this doesn't work,
1: right? But there's so many reasons why that's what will make it so much sweeter when it does work. I'm just talks to all of the mid, the midterm nonsense to all the too many night games, too many ranked teams, too many this, that seasons lost, yada, yada, yada. It's a perfect time to win a game, a big game.
2: Let's fucking do it.
3: Let's do it. And on that note, Jude, let's win a big game.
2: This Syracuse is a big game. Is, Syracuse <laughs> is going to Florida State, Jude. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> uh, what is the line here?
2: Uh oh no, did I not put it's the only game I didn't put the line on because it was uh it was kind of squirrely. Um the line for this game, Syracuse going to
3: Florida yeah, State. Now hold up. Yo, no, you're always 17 you're always and a half, 17 and a half, you're always skipping past the results. Last week. Yeah, was a bad week. Jude
0: had one, right? It was it the was, one we all got right. It was the only one we all got right. It was Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, we felt pretty good after that. I split.
0: So it's not a slide because it was a fucking it was even there's no slide here,
2: gentlemen. Uh, if you're below fifty-five percent in money line picking, you're sliding. A split is not a is a loss. I went two and four, you went three and three, Jude went one and five.
1: And and I think most worrisome is was the game that we were all so confident about, that Colorado, Colorado. line. The Colorado game, yeah. Really, really did not work out.
0: No, <laughs> Uh, I blame Fox. <laughs> I blame. Um, I would. Like, I blame. We didn't. We, we didn't even mention the fact that Fox will be <laughs> like no one cares. Big game, big noon.
3: Show this is such a at, weird,
0: weird pick. They announced it before Notre Dame played Louisville. And then Notre Dame lost to Louisville. Well, and then, and then USC, USC was a gate. Like was a
3: real
0: deal. And I think they're just like, you know what? Regardless, it's still going to be two ranked teams, right? At, yeah. And USC. And, and they're, and they're we're, not we're going.
2: In... They're not going to Oregon, Washington. So, no. But uh, yeah, they'll be there. So
0: Brady Quinn will be in the house. Uh, so you can get all your if you, if you are looking for your side by side Brady Quinn Sam Hartman uh, picks, they'll be there. I love the email too. Uh, if you want to talk to, uh, you know, it's just uh, so when like game day comes, and when when you know, obviously when when these guys come, you get the email saying if you want to interview the the show personalities for like I don't fucking care. Everything that they're gonna say, that they'll say. The, on the only show, time, I, the only
2: time that we should have cared, Josh, is when Manti was there for for Clemson. Yeah, yeah,
0: the, the yeah, we didn't go, we didn't we sat in our seats didn't we? <laughs> when they said he's open for questions and everybody fled the breast box to go to where he was at. <laughs> Brennan and I sat <laughs> like, we're good. <laughs> like they'll, they'll write the story that needs to be written. We're I'm good here. It's the beauty of my job. I get to pick and choose what I feel is important at the time. And if someone else is going to write the story, why why should I write it? Like Pete Sampson's is a better
2: rider. Pete Shams is a better rider. If he's got this, he's got this. Jude, will you write me the story of Florida State being favored by 17 and a half against Syracuse at home?
1: Uh, Have the wheels fallen off? What what in the world makes me think that Syracuse can keep this game close?
2: I don't know. You're the expert.
4: You're the... My man! Yeah, I... I, I just, Florida
0: state has to have a stinker, right? They have to have a they've stinker. had
2: stinkers, about Boston they got to. Mm, I mean, Boston the defense
1: College. is probably the most suspicious thing about Florida State. but I don't know, man. that just it has not looked good in Syracuse land. Yeah, I can't. I don't think I could in good faith think that Syracuse can cover this. So, give me Florida State.
2: Josh, do you feel like Syracuse can cover this? I don't, but I'm going to still pick them.
1: <laughs> good for you.
2: I I
0: I love big spreads. I mean, like I, like I was saying, like I was living and dying on the Ohio State Maryland score. But also, I guess at the time too, it was important for for Notre Dame that Ohio State wins uh but i was living a diet off of that spread uh this is the biggest spread we have to pick this week right yes so most points of, yeah so i'll take syracuse this is the most points we're going to get in the game this week so sure
2: i'm going to acquiesce to the uh syracuse expert should see more and i'm going to take <laughs> Florida state because i think this is uh, when josh's slot, josh's slide begins so
1: I think that's all we can hope for, Brendan. It's all. We I can hope. think
2: so too. Um, <clears throat> LSU hosting Auburn, eleven point favorite. I'll I'll put it out there. I don't understand how you can take LSU with the spread that big with how their defense is played this year. I think that that is that is. Um, I'm a, I'm I'm going to take Auburn because I think that you're being foolish if you want to pick LSU to cover any kind of spread with their defense.
1: So Brendan, here's the bad news. Yeah, I haven't picked LSU right. all season doesn't feel like it. no, <laughs> and, and I really want to pick Auburn here. So I guess we're in this together, and I apologize in advance if this uh, turns out as poorly is all my other LSU picks have gone.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's not great. It's not great, Jude.
3: It's not, no, great. not great. Not great,
2: Bob. Josh, you want to join us?
3: Wanna, no. Wanna, no, because I'm gonna be. Wanna. I'm gonna be over here hanging out with my family.
1: Wearing your Columbia jacket.
3: Dude, look, Auburn's not good. They're not good.
1: LSU's defense is trash.
0: I get it. I get it. I understand. Eleven points, yeah. I think they got a two touchdown win in them over Auburn. I do
2: at home. I got it. I got it. You got it. You got the. He's got it. I love to see the slide continue. Uh, okay. All right, Josh.
1: Hey, uh, Brendan. Yeah. Who's having a hypothetical matchup between LSU and USC, two trash uh, defenses and two offenses that are six, six, well
2: ranked. Sixty-four, sixty-two. Triple overtime. I mean, what's Either the what's the, what's the over I I under on that game? LSU. I would have LSU. Um,
3: the over under would probably be eighty two, right?
1: I mean, it's it's there's no 84. way that thing ends
2: 10-7. 84 I mean, I mean, I can't say that like eighty fourth number when I picked eighty two, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the eighties, low eighties.
1: All right, didn't mean to derail the conversations. So I thought it would be a fun thought exercise.
2: I, I mean, it'd have to be the 80s, right? Well, I mean, speaking of, of numbers that'll probably be large, uh, North Carolina, three and a half point favorite against like what Mario Cristobal did against Georgia Tech with Miami was worse than anything you've ever seen Notre Dame do in your lifetime, right?
1: No, I disagree.
2: All he had to do was take a knee and they went.
1: It's not how Mario what's, rolls, man.
2: What's worse than that. In Notre Dame history. In ten field, <laughs> But 10 men on the field, like the players can still make a play with, with Mario Cristobal. Like it doesn't matter. About?
1: The players could still make a play. The, the every game, the Mario Chris, this is his jam. This is what he does. He doesn't take knees. He
2: can but if knees he surviving. takes a knee, the game's over.
1: Maybe, or maybe they no, fumble. No,
2: no, 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 no. It's not maybe. The game's over.
1: Maybe they fumble the snap. Look, the player runs the play, and he doesn't, f- they doesn't cough up the ball. We're not talking about this, right?
2: No, which is why you take a knee with, like, three people around you.
1: I mean, I, I, here's what I'll grant you. I'll grant you that taking a knee is a lot safer than doing what they did. <laughs> but
2: running an actual play is always, like, taking a knee is the safest play you can run in
3: football.
1: Yeah. But I don't think it's I don't think it's malpractice the way that you think it is.
3: It is. It really is.
2: It's the worst thing I've ever seen anyone do. It's ter- it's terrible.
0: Well, the but, knee wins you the game. You take a knee and it
2: simple and, and like look at like the. I mean, the and you were formation. With
1: Daquan Fendon slide, right? So, I mean, I well,
2: no, 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 no. Like, yeah. Daquan that Finn wasn't was like that. But like, but that still. Look- when you go into the victory formation, like, look at how they have it set up. You have players at all angles. Where if the fumble snapped, you have, you know, essentially like two quote unquote gunners right there, who are able to like fall on it. Like the knee yeah, is. No, the
1: I feel. Player. I feel you. Like it. The the better play was to to kneel it. I just don't think it's not the. That's the better play. The
0: but
2: only play. The only the play. only route. Because if they took the a knee, play. the game was over. And they ran it instead of taking a knee. I can't imagine
1: well, don't let it color your expectation or, or your 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 idea of Miami though, because their Miami's still a great team.
2: I don't disagree. I think Miami is good. I and I'll pick first. I'll take that i'll take I'll take it and run with it. Um, Tez is back. North Carolina's at home. Miami's coming off a crushing loss. I'll take I'll take North Carolina three and a half. Did you know that um, Mario Cristobal's never won a, uh, a conference game at home as the head coach at Miami? Uh,
1: how many years has he been at this? Uh, this is the second one.
2: Still oh, okay. two years. Uh, it's not a home game for him, but uh, I thought uh, that would be pretty interesting.
0: I'll take North Carolina for all the same reasons that Brennan just did and emphatic with the fact that just looking on looking at Miami sidelines and the players after that game was that was as brutal as any. They that's hard to come back from. I mean, this is going yeah. Georgia Tech's going to beat him twice. Jo- Paul jo- Walla jo- is going to beat him twice here.
1: Josh, just the thing I warned you not to do so to, to, to take too much into this, but no, I, I'm I, will,
3: taking, I will, I will prevent the,
1: I'll prevent the bet by voting, uh, taking, uh, Miami and the, and the points.
3: Okay. So
2: the next one is the, which one loss pack 12 team is real. <laughs> I, don't DJ like Uyangale. I don't like that statement at all. I think both teams are real. I think both are real as well. But which one's real? I can see, I can see them, I can touch them, I can smell them. <laughs> They're real. Which is the realer of the of the, which is the realist of the real? Oregon State with 2G, Uyengue or Chip Kelly and that UCLA defense. Uh, I
0: mean, are, are we going to have a Dante Moore? Uh, are, we, are they going to spot him a pick six in this game? Unequivocally, they're one and one feel, in games.
2: Dante if, Morris. I mean, went.
0: no wonder Notre Dame recruited him at the height of, <laughs> of the Fucker. Yeah. Oh, no hey, hey, pick six. You're
2: Irish material. Sign me up. Um, uh, yeah, I'll three and a right half here. points in Corvallis. So, Josh, what you got
0: every inch of me wants to take UCLA. Every inch, but there's something. <sighs> there's something about Washington state and Oregon state this year that I just can't quit. And I just can't give up on. And it was like, it was atrocious and I picked wrong earlier in the season with Oregon state and Washington state. But I mean, I just, I
3: can't in Corvallis, UCLA, DJ Uyangale,
0: tornado say, I don't know, man. Give me Oregon State. Give me the Beavs. Give me the turnover chainsaw magic up there. Hopefully, I know there's been talks about maybe Oregon State and Washington State being a part of the, the Big Twelve moving forward, right? Like they've been talking about that. That needs to get done because I I can't quit these two programs. These are fun. These have been fun, upset-worthy programs for years. Passionate programs. Yes. Passionate. I'm passionate fan. People on the people in the Midwest and East Coast don't really realize how much like that's that's a good solid fan base out there. I know Notre Dame fans have PTSD with Oregon State, but I mean it's just like those teams are like when we have Pac-12 after dark, they're the ones doing the upsets for the Pac-12. Like they <laughs> they they can't be punished just because they're upsetting teams up and right.
3: Uh, but anyways, I, I can't quit you, Oregon State. June. So I think
1: that this that analysis was fine, but I think that I believe in the Martinelli's apple juice magic. Uh, I think Dante Moore is now close enough to uh, get himself a, uh, a jug. And uh, I think that uh, UCLA wins this game. If not outright, then he's, they certainly cover what is it? Five points spread
2: Uh 3.5, Three
1: and a half. Three and a half. Oh my God. I'd rather, I'd rather five, but okay. Three and a half. Sure. You have still fun?
2: Um, I think it's the home field that helps uh, Oregon State keep, like, I, I don't think Oregon State necessarily. I, I actually think UCLA wins this game. Um, but I think it's, like, 2017. But they don't cover. So, so give me Oregon State. Um, so the bell of the ball. And this is really the bell of the ball of the Pac twelve. Oh yeah. Washington, Oregon. Washington is a three point favorite uh, against the visitors, Oregon. Jude set the table for me. Uh, the two best offenses, arguably in college football, are squaring off.
1: Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be a dogfight. I can't wait to watch this game. This, this is can- gonna be great. Yeah. I mean for as much as you pumped up Washington this year, I think I've pumped up Oregon, right? So, I say give me Oregon. I don't know if they're going to win out, right? But I'll take I'll take Oregon in points. That's always a good time.
3: I've had a, a, i have had ai believe in
0: Washington. I believe in Michael Penix Jr. Three points. I got this isn't Washington, right? This is a home game for the Huskies? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take Washington. I, I mean, I think this is going to be a great fucking game. Um, we're talking like 36, probably thirty-six,
4: thirty,
3: thirty-six, thirty-one. 30 36-31. I like the fact that I'm getting there's no hook
2: this that's just three so i feel pretty i think washington's can win this game and if they win it 30 to 27 i feel pretty good about so i'll take washington in this spot
3: um yeah washington
1: uh, God, guys, I am either gonna really rue this week or be cleaning up against y'all. So, holy cow! Oof.
0: We got no bets. We got no bets right now. I know. We, we have not. Uh, we have no agreement.
1: Which is probably good because we uh, we got our we got our shirt taken from us last week, right?
2: Went one for four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joshua, Notre Dame, two and a half point favorite. USC, hit me.
0: I still cannot believe that this line is real. I can't. I re- I refuse to believe it. It. You're it the lady like on the
2: plane pointing at the line.
0: I, it is that motherfucker right there is not
3: real. Uh, I just don't have those those genes. And yet, at the same time, this game. I I don't think this game is going to be close. I think it's going to be
0: a blow. I, it's going to be a double-digit win one way or the other, either SC or Notre Dame. I just I don't feel that that these two will have a a, a uh, historic battle in front of them. I think it's going to all of a sudden the the winds going to turn and one team's going to take over. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and choose to believe that's going to be Notre Dame based on nothing, based on opposites, based on. CERN particle accelerator based on whatever That's all. That's all I got. Uh, I'll go ahead. and Dame is going to win this game. Ah, shit. How, how many points can they score against this defense? Hard to say.
3: Uh, let's go ahead and say 38, 31.
1: Yeah. I've, I've a 41, 31. So, I already said that Notre Dame was going to win, and I'm willing it into existence, so let's fucking go.
2: Let's fucking go. Um, if you had asked me on Sunday what I thought the, the game would have been, it uh, would be significantly different than it is. But now with some analysis and you know the hangover sort of cleared out, uh, I don't think either team scores 30, man. I think it's that. That's I think that's it's good, excellent point. I think it's like twenty-seven, twenty-four. I think Notre Dame ends up winning this game by a field goal, and I think that it could be a Schrader. situation where Schrader is making Jude sitting in the stands his sphincter. You couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't fit. If you put, if you shoved a piece of coal up Jude's, a needle. Ass, a diamond you couldn't would fit. A dime would come out. You couldn't fit a, a needle through Jude's asshole as Schrader's lining up for the field goal. <laughs> I think that with the weather being bad, that it keeps it low. I think Notre Dame wants to, wants to control time of possession. USC can't control time of possession uh, just by nature of their offense. Uh, but Notre Dame's able to force some, three and out, uh, some timely three and outs and is 27-24. Sounds about right to me. So uh, I think Notre Dame wins this game. It's very close, not high scoring. Uh, if you can, take the under in this game. And that's, that's the, the picks. Was, was, the over-under is what, 53
0: and
3: a half, 52 and a half?
2: Um,
3: the over-under is 63. Take the under, man. Oh, oh! I was thinking of last week's line. Last week's line was. I'm looking a at
2: ESPN right now, just because it was the quickest one to get to, and they have Notre Dame with the line at three.
3: Hmm. That's a. I don't bl- I don't like that. <laughs> <Ugh>. Well, <laughs> we're betting at two Let's and a see, half, uh, so. uh Yeah, DraftKings.
0: Uh. They don't like me. Where are they at? Christ, they're on the front page. They normally are. Aren't you now? Um, <laughs> I think DraftKings got it at,
2: still has it at two and a half. Yeah, that's what That's what I'm going to lock us in at. Yeah,
0: they still have it at two and a
2: half. They're over, under.
0: Hard, harder to say, I guess. I think uh,
2: ESPN <laughs> uses MGM Grand.
0: Oh, here we go. So. Uh, I'll see Audrick uh, Audric estimates Heisman odds went from uh, plus 7,000 to plus 12,000 in one week.
2: Hmm. Time to buy in.
0: Uh, I mean, you can still make a huge run. Uh, yeah, it's uh, DraftKings still 2.5
3: and a, a 62.5 is over under. Yeah, take the under. That's sound
0: man, it feels like we get got a lot done in a short amount of time tonight.
2: That's how we roll, man. Is it? We either get a lot done in a <laughs> short amount of time or we get nothing done in a lot of time.
3: Uh, we could have talked about it. You
1: missed a really good soaking conversation, Brandon. That was a that was a nothing. Accomplished my my, in a lot of time.
2: my wife said that she almost peed her pants listening to it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're out here. I mean, I would like to
0: I would like to invite any any uh, earn five star podcast listener that has ever been involved in a soaking situation to please uh, anonymously, of course, email me at subwaydomer twenty six at gmail.com. You can email me your experience, and uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast. I'll keep it anonymous. No names. I wish you wouldn't jump out on that bed, my friend. <laughs> because that ties <laughs> with all the lies that we've been living Just This is for informational and entertainment purposes only. This is still a kid-friendly show. Very I, believe kid-friendly. Kids should, I believe kids should hear curse words. How else are they supposed to know how to use them when they get older?
2: you're going to run into such a problem with Dylan in like, are
3: you fourth, fifth grade? I, I shouldn't tell this story, but I will. So a couple weeks into football and at second, as a second grader, they're just doing flag football,
0: which he is not happy about because, you know, his older brothers playing tackle and Dylan is aggressive and wants to just her, Dominate people. Her, yeah, he wants to he wants to beat the shit out of people. so he uh, apparently, and I had two coaches and two guys that run the league, and these are all at all separate times, mind you. Uh, plus my wife, who was talked to by, by one of them, uh, oh, man, tell me man. over the <laughs> course of one pra- over the course of one practice, he refused to grab a flag. And instead just tackled the kids, uh, had a couple of kids crying, uh, which was, which is not good, I guess, uh, kicked a kid while he was down. They were both down on the ground and he kicked him. Uh, and, but that situation he explained was, uh, that the kid called him a name. So he just kicked him. And then later on, uh, I can't remember what exactly happened, but he ended up, uh, calling the kid a bitch pretty loud. And that prompted everyone to come talk to me about it. And what's funny is that was all they're worried about was the, was the word, not anything else. They're like, well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want, we don't want to ever, you know, ever get a kid to not be aggressive. And, you know, Dylan's Dylan's this and that. They were just worried about the cuss word, which is the least of my concerns. I don't give a shit like that. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll talk with them. But like, I don't want him to hurt kids. Like, you're not supposed to tackle, so don't tackle. Like, that's not—he'll be aggressive. You're not gonna get the aggressiveness out of Dylan by making him play flag football for a year or two. Come on, come on. But I don't want him calling a kid a bitch out in the field. He's got a mother. <laughs> She's gonna yell at me for it. So, <laughs> but dude, I don't know. I just—I I can't see it because it's across the field. Because I'm coaching the fifth and sixth graders. But I'm just dying laughing the whole the whole time, and everybody that's telling me the story is laughing, telling me the story. It's like everyone's just kind of expected, it. it's like I don't know, what to tell you. So then when I confront him about it and like stop laughing and really try to like scold him about it, it was it was tough because the faces that he looked, he was so matter of fact about why he did the things that he did, like duh, that uh, it kind of blew me away.
3: So, anyways. It's going to be a problem, I'm sure. But I'll deal with it. But yeah, kids should know how to cuss the right way. How else... I mean, how are you going to get out in the world? (laughs) Couldn't agree more. See, there you go.
0: There you go. All right. Uh, All right, well, I guess that's it. I, I mean, I spilled the beans about being a terrible parent, um, whose kids love him dearly. So I can't be that terrible. Uh, but, uh, Jude, what do you got left to the tank? Um, I'm just going to use
1: my time for uh, a little bit of a more personal plea. Uh, it's the same plea I've been making for the last couple of weeks. I'm still on the lookout for three, uh, USC tickets. I do plan on attending. I have been watching the, the prices like a Hawk. They are going down. Uh, if someone finds themselves in a situation where they're looking to unload some tickets, uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter.
3: Let's talk. Let's see if we can't make a deal. Get Jude those tickets. We got a jersey for and Brendan. if you
1: just have three Corbett Club tickets just lying around, they're just going to go <laughs> waste. <laughs> I mean, I'll even throw you 500 bucks for each one of them. I, think, I mean, I feel like that's generous, right?
0: So. Brendan, didn't we accidentally walk into there one day and nobody said a word to us? No, nobody said anything. But I, I remember, run right? Like, we got yeah. off the elevator on the wrong floor. Yeah. We just we started just, walking. I was like, We oh, just started shit. walking. And everyone bed. was just, we should have got some drinks. We should have <gasps> been there until we couldn't be there.
2: We could have had gin and tox for days, man. <laughs> oh, I would have... <laughs> Like, I'm just going to sit here and whip out the laptop
0: because there was like a lounge area right in front of there, right? Like, there wasn't even like seats, like between the two spots.
2: Yeah, it, was, right just, it was just like bar and then and then seats. What? Was that the Cincy game? Uh, yeah, I think so.
3: Okay. Yeah, we wouldn't. I need, think we were, I we think to we were too sad.
2: I think we were too sad to take advantage of it. Well, I mean, this is before the game. So at the point, yeah, at the the time, I don't think we were sad yet.
3: No, no. Uh, But we didn't realize that we needed those gin and tonics. A lot of them. Brendan, what do you got left in in the tank?
2: Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I think I've heard the full gamut of emotions. Um, I don't think I could have been lower. I have serious questions about whether or not Marcus Freeman is the right coach for this football team. And obviously I have questions about Jared Parker, and it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand, whether or not Marcus Freeman is the right coach. And you can say whatever you want about Ludwig, Andy Ludwig, or uh, whatever being the higher, But the fact is, is that he only brought in two outside candidates before he went in. And just decided Jared Parker was the hire to be. I don't think Andy look would have was the hire would have been any better than we would have with with Jared Parker. You can look at Utah's offense, you know, starting quarterback being out notwithstanding. It doesn't matter. And that was, was an he, opi- that was an opinion you had during at this the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just don't I don't agree with with the sort of offense that this. That he wants, or the game plan that he wants. And he had comments today, or was it yesterday? Um, I don't know. It it blends together for me, Um, where he was like, I don't have any problem with the play calling. We just need to simplify things. And I have a problem with the play calling. It was atrocious, and you can simplify things, and, and it doesn't matter. You're still averaging 8.18.3 point, points per game in the, in the last three, and you're sub-33% uh, on third down. Uh, five of your 11 third-down conversions in your last three games came against Ohio State. So in the last two games, you've converted six third-down conversions. That's not going to get it done. Um but having said all of that and th- that sort of like doom speak, um, you beat oh Ohio- you beat USC this week and you go one and one versus Riley. you don't let your your rival get up on you 2 nothing, you end their sort of, I don't know, essentially you would end their national title hopes uh, looking at the rest of their schedule. but um, you can get right this weekend. And then we can be playing for a new year six bowl game, which I guess is fine. But um, you you have, this is, this is a must win for Marcus. This is absolutely a must win for Marcus. Um, So I'm excited about this weekend. I think that, that Notre Dame can get this done against USC. Um, But if they don't, I think the daggers got to come out, and we need to start questioning things because you can't have back-to-back, you know, seasons like last year. Because if you lose the USC this year, then then I mean, Clemson's up in the air. Everything's up in the air. So must win. I mean, the daggers are already out. I They're mean, out. Yeah, sides you can, are you sides. Can put them away.
0: Here's but the thing now the people, daggers are going to start poking. Here's the thing: people need to realize you can. You can complain and bitch and argue and defend your point to the death, but there's one simple fact: Notre Dame is not going to fire Marcus Freeman after
3: the season. I, I, no, absolutely not. That, Impossible. That is not an, that is not an opinion. Nope. That is a fact. Yeah. So
0: the criticisms you have, if you're just shouting "fire Freeman," you you really are shouting into a void, and that's fine. And I'm not defending. Anything, I, I'm not at all. I'm just saying, just just realize that you're like, your voice is not being heard. <laughs> like someone, someone hears it, but they ain't hearing it. You know what I mean? They ain't listening. Um, Jared Parker, on the other hand, you can fire an offensive coordinator pretty quickly. Like I that 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 can be a thing. They can do that. Now, is Marcus? Fr- Freeman, the type of coach that would do that? We don't know. Um, and we don't even know if Pete Bavacqua is going to be the type of athletic director that would force that decision on Marcus Freeman. But it is not good. And it's not just Jared Parker. The wide receivers aren't producing. So what's, you know, Chancy Stuckey, what are you up to? The offensive line has regressed throughout the season. Joe Rudolph, what are you up to? None of the, I mean... This is this is a staff that just has not offensive staff that has just not produced great results. I don't I don't know why I don't have anything bad to say about Gino, but I don't right now, I guess. I mean, the Sam Hartman's still kind of a one-read quarterback. I I would hope that you could coach coach him to have more than one read. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, Mar- Marcus Freeman's is not going anywhere. So just Making sure y'all realize that, but that also doesn't mean like you have to like cozy up like he saved your life either. He's a handsome man, I get it, but you don't have to like run to his fucking defense. I'm sure the the giant home, the beautiful wife, and the loving children uh, are comfort enough for him that he doesn't need you <laughs> go into bat for him on Twitter or on Instagram or on TikTok or whatnot. I don't know. It just seems strange to to defend, like, the atrociousness that we saw down in Louisville. Like, it's okay to critique something that's wrong because it's wrong. You don't have to just take take a side or you don't have to take a side because that's your side. Fuck that. Have an opinion based on real shit that you see. Um, And then you can have a real conversation. If you're just defending something because that's what you like, I don't know. Uh, but there's a, it, it's get it's starting to get nasty and it, it reminds me of 2016 a lot, but like on steroids and it's about to, I think we're one, we're one lost to USC away from it being really
3: bad. So hopefully we get this win. Is that fair? You guys, is that you think? Let's win them all. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's win them all. I mean. God damn it, go watch Major League. I mean, I hate the Indians, too, but that movie's fucking great. Win the whole fucking thing. I mean, we can't do that.
0: Maybe <laughs> we can win the rest of our games and not get moved to Miami. Did you guys see the... I I, I retweeted it. Maybe it was last week. I think it was last week while we were recording a podcast I retweeted it. That baseball uh, uh, video montage thing. Of like of baseball movies, I don't think so mm. yeah i I think I retweeted it while we recorded yeah, last you, week
2: you retweeted it it's like five minutes long i didn't skew skewed up, but it looked epic it's it is excellent it is epic uh
0: two things number one could have been uh they could have used a Hans Zimmer score would have been would have worked out uh but a second thing is not enough major league in there there are three major league movies. And I probably only saw two or three clips from those. I saw more clips from fucking the rookie in that move, in that montage than I did Major League. Oof. Which was weird. Which was weird. Just saying.
3: It's good. It's really good. There's a lot of good baseball movies out there. And Kevin Costner's in half of them. Can we use a little more major league? All right, well that's it. I'm tired. I'm tired of losing. I'm so tired. I have tired.
0: I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm tired of of having to to go to my to my computer and defend or berate. Or I I just, I want to fucking just celebrate. I don't give a shit how Notre name wins Saturday night. I just want that dub. I want that jewel shillelagh trophy. I want the, the immaculate vibes that come with that. I want to reset for the season. We
3: get this game and we get a bye week. Boys just get it done. Any fucking way you can do it, get it done.
0: Because as bad as it was against Louisville and as and as hollow as we felt after the Ohio State game, if we can still finish the season at 10 and 2 and go to the Fruit Loops Bowl or whatever it is, it's still better than an eight and four season. It is. And I will say this like this is a wild season. This, that's what sucks about this year. This is the most gettable national championship year that we have seen in a decade and probably we'll see again for another decade. Right? Like, this is like, this is wide, this is completely wide open. And we were supposed to be in that mix and it is
3: October 11th and we are not in that mix anymore. God damn it. Ugh. For Jude, for Brendan.
0: For everybody over at One Foot Down, thanks for listening. And as always, go Irish.
4: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Earned Five Star Podcast Top 20 for Week 7. I am Greg Flamong, and we're going to do our Week 7 Top 20 here. Love this segment. It's great fun. It's not going to be a great fun for Notre Dame fans um, because there's an unfortunate thing that has to happen that happens every week to some poor team. and, And unfortunately, Notre Dame is one of those teams. So let's get over it. Let's go over the top 20, and we're going to go in a little bit on Jude here, uh, what's going on with his, with his rankings. Um, they're ridiculous. Miami at five, just an abomination. It's an abomination. Um, they didn't, he didn't drop them. He actually raised them. He raised them to four, excuse me. Jude raised Miami to number four, making a mockery of the entire process. <laughs> Oklahoma at eleven. What's going on? How is Oklahoma at eleven? Well, Florida State at eighteen. Missouri after it's getting absolutely. You know what? LSU unranked. Missouri ranked. What's going on with Jude? What's going on, Jude? He he needs to be held to account. I hope uh, I hope the boys do a good job of holding him to account because this. I understand the process, but this is unbelievable. Okay. We've got week, week – let's go back over week six. Georgia at one. Listen, no more. <laughs> we're no longer monitoring Georgia. Georgia's done being monitored. Um, they're, they're fine. <laughs> what was it, 51 to 13? They're, they're fine. They finally played a good team, and, and, they, and they walloped them. They beat the crap out of them. So we're done monitoring Georgia. They're fine. They're going to stay at one. Texas at two. Everyone knows the rules. If you're ranked – and you play a ranked team, and they're ranked higher than you, and you beat them, then you go to where they were. Um, so uh, Oklahoma goes to two. Texas goes to seven. It's not an ejection. Um, but that's, that's the way it works. Uh, last week, Washington at three. Florida State at four. Ohio State at five. That's all staying. Oregon at six. That stays. Penn State at eight. That stays.
3: Notre Dame at nine.
4: Uh, and that's uh, that's the Notre Dame music. It's an ejection for the Fighting Irish. <laughs> it's a terrible, it's a terrible performance. You can't stand for it. You can't have it. Uh, if it was any other team, we'd be crushing them. And I'm absolutely. It just you got to You got to hold into account. That's not okay. You can't have a performance like that um, on the road. What well, doesn't matter. You can't do it. Uh, nothing looked good offensively. Like literally nothing, except for the walk-on receiver who might be their best receiver and made like probably the most impressive play this year. Uh, so that's that's what's going on. No running game. Offensive line in shambles. Switching offensive linemen, you know we're we're taking the center out for reasons unknown, so we can't have that. So Notre Dame, it's an ejection. I'm sorry. Uh, it's too bad. We almost had an ejection from USC at ten. Um, it was it was close, you know. And and I'm I'm a Jed Fish guy over at Arizona. Love what he's doing. I can't. I can't abide by not going for two at the end of the first overtime. Uh, I think pretty much everyone knows you have a chance to win the game. Just one play to win the game. Caleb Williams is standing on the sideline. That's when you got to do it. You don't. You don't do it. And then you have to go for two later. You literally in the next overtime have to go for two. So why don't you just go for two now and win the game? They didn't do that, and so they lost to USC. You hate to see that, but the Irish get USC this weekend it's going to be a lot of rain and wind so uh hopefully Notre Dame can uh get back in the top 20 get back in the top 20 with that uh Washington State was at 11 um you know I I hand up I apologize I I I've you know 17 25 17 lost UCLA hand up you know I've been um I've been pumping up the the wazoo's the fighting wazoo's and um it was just not a good performance under 300 yards. sole offense just got absolutely dominated by UCLA. Despite the pick six machine from Dante Moore. Um, It's uh, you know, it's unfortunate. You hate to see that. You hate to see that, Uh, but they're going to stay in the top 20, not a total ejection from them. North Carolina was at 12. Alabama was at 13. Oregon state was at 14. Miami was at 15.
3: I'm trying That's
4: terrible. <laughs> Mario Cristobal What is going on? Take a knee, man. Like this is this stuff wouldn't happen in a in a pee-wee football game. This wouldn't happen. You know, it, you don't have to run any more plays. You, you're you're letting your team down. You're literally hurting the team. You hate to see that. You truly hate to see that. And um I I don't know. They could win out. I can't I can't I can't abide by putting them in the top 20 ever again with that. I mean that's worse than 10 on the field cuz at least that's an accident. You know, if Marcus Freeman had sent 10 players out on purpose, then that's one thing. You're ta- you're not taking a knee on purpose. I mean that's just awful. That's awful. It's an embarrassment. It's embarrassment to South Beach. It's an embarrassment to the memory of Sean Taylor, R.I.P. Ed Reed, and all the great safeties out of Miami. And you and you, do, and you pull that, you hate to see that. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand for that. So that's an ejection from Miami. Go away, go away. You're not coming back. Like Goose didn't come back. Uh, Michigan at 16. I th- do they? Let me see. I think Michigan stays. I think teams jumped them. Yeah, Michigan stays. We got people. We got we got we got these uh, reporters throwing up stats of Michigan's defense. Yeah, congratulations. Have they, they've played one team with a winning record in 2023. It's week. It's week seven. One team with a winning record. By the time Notre Dame plays, uh, by the Notre Dame, by the time Michigan plays their first ranked team, Notre Dame will have played five ranked teams. It's it's embarrassing. It's just truly an abomination, and that's all anyone should talk about. I don't care how they look. I don't care that they haven't given up uh, a a play inside the 10-yard line. I don't care. It's embarrassing, this this schedule. It's just no one cares what they do. No one pays attention to anything of their games. Other teams are playing actual programs, games that they could lose, going on the road against quality opponents, and Michigan's just – playing ridiculousness. It's embarrassing. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to the sport. People talk about por- the portals ruining college football. Michigan scheduling like this is ruining college football. It's a shame. It's a shambles. It's terrible. And they should be called out for it. And that's where their stats, their stats don't matter. And so that's my opinion on that. So Michigan was at 16, Missouri, at 17, um, you know, it uh, scored a lot of points, couldn't stop LSU. A lot of people can't stop LSU. I'm not going to hate on Missouri. That, you know, you tried your best. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. Couldn't stop Jaden Daniels. You know, that's, that's the way it goes. You tried your best. Old Miss was at 18, didn't continue to play good ball. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky at 19. They took on the uh the Georgia Bulldogs. Kentucky's out. Goodbye. Ejection. Um you can't have that. And uh you don't want to see that. 51 to 13. Um, it's just it's just not ready. Not ready for the top 20, not ready for a team like Georgia. So that's goodbye. Goodbye to you. And whoa. Uh, They're at 20, and they're going to go up in the rankings. And everyone knows the rules. Everyone knows where they're going to be ranked. So let's go to Week 7. That's a rehash of Week 6. Week 7, Georgia 1, Oklahoma 2, Washington 3, Florida State 4, Ohio State 5, Oregon 6, Texas 7. Texas and uh, Oklahoma flip-flop. It was a heck of a game. Heck of a game. I enjoyed it. And I hope you did as well. Penn State at 8. Louisville Louisville's at 9. USC at 10. Alabama at 11. The Fighting Tommy Reeses. Get it done. Tommy's making it happen. Listen. It's not going to be a great offense, but it's going to be a very good offense. Tommy made it happen for Jaden Milro. Good for him. North Carolina 12. Oregon State 13. DJU looking fantastic last weekend. UCLA at 14. Dante Moore. Not a good – I mean, he's not doing it. He's like the Jack Plummer of the Pac-12. Like, he's not doing anything. But the team keeps winning. They got a good defense over there. Good defense over there. Ole Miss at 15. Michigan stays at 16. Tennessee, 17. Kansas. Andy Nicky is doing a lot of good stuff over there. Kind of wish he was Notre Dame's OC, but that's fine. Uh, Utah at 19. I'm going to keep him. I'm going to keep Utah at 19. Can they get thick boy back? It was a big It was a big injury for Thick Boy. Hopefully he gets back and playing well and i'm going to keep I'm going to keep the fighting wazoos at 20. Um, it's an unfortunate game, but uh, you know UCLA's a quality program it's unfortunate. let's see Let's see going forward what they can do. Uh, so that's going to be the top 20. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the of the show for the boys. And a lot of work goes into this stuff. So I hope you enjoyed it. Have a good weekend, everyone. Enjoy the game against USC. Hopefully we come out Saturday night happier And the post-game shows. We're all, we're all in a much better mood. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.